Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Hi. 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 Tabua. Tabua. Aub. <laughs> what about Aub? Safula. Cool, neat story. Was that supposed to be funny? There's local politics, bud. Don't go over the rules. It'll take forever. Let's just get to the draft. Let's get to pumping. I got a little taco meat on my chest. It's going to be fine. We, we, in the, we in the fig. I mean, everybody going to be loud. I'm going to be loud with them. I'm going to screaming too. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. You ready for this? <laughs> I am. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Alrighty, welcome in to a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930. You can find us online, PR927FM.com. And also watch the show and be a part of the program on Facebook Live and YouTube. Make sure you are subscribed to Pirate Radio TV on YouTube and also following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, so you can be up to date on what's going on at East Carolina football practice. Back at it today, full pads. So hopefully the health issues from earlier this week are behind us. And now it's time to uh, to hear some pads popping. And that happened today. We'll get a full report from Mike Houston later on on this program as we've got his comments ready to go. Uh, here on Pirate Radio Live. We'll also talk to Mike Mullis in just a moment, talk some Pirate football, look around at what's going on in the world of sports. Also, we'll have our David Price Construction countdown to kickoff. We are getting closer and closer to East Carolina NC State. How many days? We'll tell you exactly in just a little bit. We'll talk some fantasy football. Your draft's coming up. We'll do a live mock draft today with C.W. Sloan in studio. Talk about the news and notes going on around the NFL that affect your fantasy team. Also, Troy D. will be here in the 5 o'clock hour talking ECU football. A full ECU practice report on the way multiple times today here on Pirate Radio Live. Chandler Honeycutt's here. C.J. Schaefer here. Uh, We will try to sail this ship as smooth as possible without shirley Rhodes today so we're going to give it our best uh we do have mike mullis joining us to kick off today's show on the pirate radio live line just the boys hanging out today mully how you doing man good man how are you i'm fantastic uh mully uh have you ever had food poisoning uh you know what i, I don't think so you know there's always that gray line of like you get a little stomach issue and like man what did i eat but I don't, uh, I don't know that I could directly attribute anything to food poison. And, boy, taking out uh, a lot of the football team earlier this week, it was nice to see them back on the field yesterday and then uh, more Pirates on the field today in pads. But uh, a bit of a setback for the team, Molly. As a coach uh, or your playing days, did you ever experience anything like that where you lost uh, a number of your, uh, your team there? Yeah, oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's I, – I don't say a – common deal i think the worst one we had is we as i was coaching uh we had a run of mono uh and it took you know mono is one of those deals that'll i mean it, it can take you out for an extended period of time and we lost like we lost like seven guys for uh, about half the season uh some of them ended up red shirt i mean it was kind of a mess but you know when you live in close quarters like these guys do you a lot of times obviously eating the same things or at least at the same places you're uh, you know, it, it'd be nothing to grab a water bottle that somebody else had. And, of course, 
times have changed so much, especially with the COVID precautions, that that's probably not as likely. You know, as it was in my days where you might have two carriers that had like six Gatorade bottles and you just grab one, take a squirt up, <laughs> and move on. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, but, yeah, when you have, you know, you have mass numbers of folks living in the same proximity, basically uh, doing the same things with the same habits and same schedules, you can fully expect that there's always going to be the risk of something. The bad part is it's so freaking hot and, you know, weight, weight loss and, 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 and hydration are already a challenge uh, without something like food poisoning. But, um, you know, I know the training staff over there is, is on it and I'm sure they're, they're pumping them bags of fluids and, you know, getting them back to where they need to be. But it's, it's a, it's something, it's just a, it's just something you didn't, you know, didn't necessarily need to have happen when you're trying to get ready to, to you know, to play football. Yeah, it sounded like the Pirates uh, and, and Mike Houston was very pleased with the way the team came in the first week of training camp. You hope it's not a setback. And uh, we'll hear his comments from this morning. Sounds like he is still pleased with the way the Pirates look out there. Molly, uh, did you, are you a Hard Knocks guy? Did you watch Hard Knocks earlier this week? I did not watch it this week. I actually saw, I, I intended to watch it, and it just kind of got by me. Uh, I probably will go back and watch. Yeah, I do enjoy those things, and it's—I uh, mean, it's just an inside look. You know, it's a, it's a different kind of take on on seeing the guys that you see on Sunday, and and uh, you know, so yeah, I do enjoy it. I mean, I've, if you look around now, especially with streaming, you you can find, uh, you know, it seems like just about everybody has a uh, inside. Yeah, South Carolina's guy. Well, this is South Carolina. That you know, they're doing something with with football. I think on Amazon Prime, and there was one out. Uh, uh, I think Navy had something for a couple years back. So anyway, yeah, I do, I do kind of enjoy those things. So uh, Dan Campbell, I like Dan Campbell. He seems very genuine. He is a a football guy to a T, and you know he's up there addressing the team and had had a bit of a word salad speech. He quoted Metallica in there, said a lot of stuff. But you know that's a challenge for these coaches for Mike Houston, who is well known for being a good hype-up guy, pregame speech guy. He had a famous one uh, there at James Madison that is still talked about and played today. But that's got to be a challenge for these coaches, right? Because you got to motivate your guys every day. You got to motivate them for practice, motivate them for the games. And, uh, you know, baseball is a different sport, but I'm sure you still talk to the guys, give them a message uh, before practice, before games. So as a coach, uh, that's part of the coaching that we probably don't think of enough, Molly, the the art of motivation and how you keep it fresh talking to your guys uh, all these times. Yeah, the, the art of oration. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> so, you know, baseball is a lot different. It's a longer game. And, and quite honestly, probably in my younger years, I was a little more um, into the let's get them fired up kind of deal as it related to, to baseball. And it was actually Tommy Eason. I I, I, I remember clearly uh, our first year together. I'm I'm going out, and you know we're getting ready to kick the season off, and we're at home, and you know we, we knew we were going to have our challenges. So it was kind of in my my fault was hey let's let's get them going. And anyway, I, I you know got them a little fired up maybe, and we went out, came out of the gate, you know like studs, and and stumbled fairly quickly because it it is it is an up. But then when you have time like in baseball to kind of uh, be a little sedentary and maybe not necessarily directly involved in the action. Uh, that up also, you know, has that adrenaline dump has a downside too. And uh, so I, I learned that lesson early on from Tommy. It was about kind of living, uh, you know, living in the middle. That nothing's quite as good as it seems, and nothing's quite as bad as it seems. And man, I think that applies to life a lot of times, Clip. But uh, you know, 
I, I do. That is one thing in my life, and I, I still have time. Uh, but I, that is one reason I've, I, I will. I would have loved to have coached football. Like I, I would have. I, I think I could have got. I think I could have got the troops going in the locker room. <laughs> I used to tell uh, Coach Cornwell when he was at Aiden Griffin. I was like, Hey, man, look, if you, you know, if you ever run out of material, you just need a pinch hitter. Yeah, uh, I'd love to step in and, and let's cause I cause you know, playing at West Charlotte High School, I was part of plenty of those that were pretty inspirational. Uh, and a lot of ours, because of the coaching style of, of, of our head coach, Tommy Knotts, a lot of them would try to get you kind of fired up, but then it was the back end of the fear. It was the fear generated by if you don't do what he's asking you to do yeah. might be equally as motivating. So, uh, so no, you're uh, – yeah, I mean, I think there's something to them. Uh, I think there's definitely something to them as it relates to a, a physical sport like, like football and uh, something that I – that you know, maybe one day I'll, I'll get an opportunity to give a uh, – Either a pregame or halftime speech. I like that. Yeah, you could be uh, it could be a side gig for you, Mully, for hire if you need somebody to talk to the team. We could use that on a Monday morning after uh, to wrap up our weekly meeting, Mully. Some uh, inspirational words to get us ready for the work week. No, 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 no. Listen, I think uh, with uh, with Coach Ellerby there, I think <laughs> I think he's got the, the he's got the market cornered on on positivity and yeah. man, you know his outlook on things. It's it, he's been a huge help. Uh, for me at times and uh yeah so win the day i mean i think about that uh i think about that a lot there you go i think you guys are covered but if if for some reason maybe he he's uh maybe he's out of pocket okay uh and i need, I need <clears throat> to step in you know I, I, I and i could be fairly responsive if you need mike mullis joining us uh at five star virtual on twitter uh dropped another link this week it was really cool you got the little league softball world series going on in greenville and it's pretty cool to look at ESPN Plus, and I see coming up Puerto Rico versus Winterville, North Carolina. Bring it on, Puerto Rico. Uh, that's coming up at 4 o'clock today uh, right down the road, Elm Street Park, and uh, it'll also be on ESPN Plus. So we'll be checking that out coming up at 4. But, Mully, you can do – if you're unable to get there, want to check out the stadium uh, worldwide, you can do a virtual tour of elm street park and i checked this out molly really cool stuff uh you guys are doing with five star virtual and installing stadium there yeah that was a lot of fun uh it, it, you know it's uh every time you do one of those projects it's a it's a labor of love and you want it to be representative of of the atmosphere and the feel of being uh, at that you know whichever facility we're we're working on but uh man you know with 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 Brian Weingarts and Brian and I talked about it and it was a real quick decision for him and he was like, Hey, yeah, let's do this. This would be really cool and you know, thinking about thinking about the you know, number of families that are all over the country, all over the world actually, that you know, they could see what they see on T V but to kinda of give a behind the scenes look and you know, even going out there and looking at the you know, the ESPN production area, I mean it's just something you don't see every day. So it was uh no, it was a lot of fun and, and, and it's a, it's a pretty cool thing and the response has been um, it, the, the 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 comments and all. Maybe maybe I expected a little more from folks outside of Greenville. I've had some really kind comments from from friends and family, but the number of the number of views that we're getting from all over the place, like crazy, like stuff that you would that I would never dream that one of our projects would reach, uh, has been pretty impressive. That you know we can watch all that stuff on back end analytics. So yeah, it's been cool. I mean, it's a uh, it's 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 a fun thing. Look at this, Chandler. I'm sitting in the dugout at Stalling Stadium while I'm in the studio here. That is 
pretty cool. That is pretty darn neat. So uh, get you some Gator. They, they even got the Gatorade sitting right there. Yeah. Well, look, Duck Chan, those Gatorade coolers. Funny you mention those. I kind of canted one, you know, just turned it just a little bit, and I, I was quickly um, told by uh, I don't know exactly who the guy was. He's like, listen, uh, we need to make sure those Gatorade coolers get back to where they were. Like it, like there's an official <laughs> Gatorade cooler positioning kind of deal. Obviously, all based off of what's going to get called uh, on camera. Uh, yeah. So we, yeah. You know, we made sure that they were how they needed to be. But, yeah, that was uh, kind of cool. Yeah, Gatorade really uh, up-and-coming business not a lot of people know about. So, I mean, to make sure we yeah. advertise. They're on the rise. Uh, maybe so. We'll <laughs> see. Uh, Mike Mullis joining us. Uh, Mully, and I guess it's, uh, what, double elimination out there. So, the girls need to win today against Puerto Rico, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, uh you know, I, I just uh, are you following that and, and the little league stuff? I guess the little league's about to head to Williamsport. They're doing their regional stuff now, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I love this stuff, and you know, and it's kind of a neat time. You got the Field of Dreams game tonight. You got you know the yeah. little league stuff going on, both the boys and the girls, and the intermediate stuff. And then last night they uh, or yesterday afternoon on MLB Network they had uh, the I think they were fourteen and fifteen year old kids that were actually playing on the original Field of Dreams, like from the movie. So that was kind of cool. And, I mean, I like that stuff. I think, uh, you know, I loved when they did the deal at Fort Bragg. I look forward to the, the game they do uh, from Williamsport every year, you know, the big league guys. So I think all that stuff is really neat. I, and I would love to see a little more creativity like that out of Major League Baseball to, to play some different places because it's it, it's just, it, it to me, they're, they're – they have always done a good job to a great job with the facilities. And for whatever reason, the games seem to have more energy. Uh, so I, you know, I, I, I do enjoy, I enjoy all of it. Mike Mullis joining us, uh, Braves knocking off the Red Sox the last two nights, Wish we could play them more. Uh, but I gotta tell you the thing I'm following the closest right now, major league baseball is the Baltimore Orioles who right now, uh, have the final wild card spot in the American League, and Mully, you were a big uh, Cal Ripken guy, right? So I mean, you oh yeah, you watched a lot of Orioles. You might could name Cedric Mullins. I mean, I don't know how many O's you could name, or I could name, or the public could name Anthony Santander. <laughs> he is always on our Pirate Radio promos, Chandler, so we know him. But uh, man, they Mully are way out of place here. They do one one of these things is not like the other when you stack up the Orioles roster with these other rosters that are in the playoff mix right now in the AL. And it is, I don't remember a team this bad on paper with this low of expectations being in the spot they're in. It's pretty incredible. No, the last time we saw it was a uh, little movie called major league. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I mean, yeah, you got, I mean, Adley Rushman's the only yeah. team guy they've got. And, and then you've got rough net O'Dor who, had bounced around, you know, he was a guy that had a ton of promise and then was kind of left for dead and now seems to have found it again, at least. Packing a punch, Molly, for this team, would you say? Yeah, I mean, he. it's so, I, you know, sometimes guys like that, man, they, I mean, again, they, they, they got nothing to lose, right? I mean, let's just go out and play. Quite frankly, if a lot of them weren't with the Orioles, they probably probably would not be on Big League Rock. <laughs> they wouldn't even be playing it every night. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like, hey, we're – you know, we've been given this gift from the good Lord. We might as well go take advantage of it. And, you know, when you sometimes, man, or not sometimes, when you're in those environments like that, but baseball or whatever sports you're playing can be a whole lot more fun if you if you all of a sudden figure out, hey, we, we can win and nobody expects us to win. Let's just ride this thing. I mean, I, 
it's no different. You look at any sport, East Carolina being picked six in the conference in football, man, that's, you know, that, that's, um, I would far rather be that than the first place team. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, and it's not the whole necessarily underdog thing. It's the, almost like playing with house money. Uh, Molly, I, before we get off the baseball talk, I do want to ask you, we, we've heard of the cycle. Have you ever heard of the home run cycle? Yeah, I think I was literally talking about that earlier. I think I've seen that maybe one other time, and it wasn't live. I just remember it being, you know, something that happened in pro ball. But, yeah, that man, that's a that's a freaking night right there. That's I mean, crazy. So is that four home runs, solo? That two? is a solo, two-run, three-run, and a grand slam wow. all on the same night. And it happened last night for a Cardinals prospect. No, it wasn't Alec Burleson. It was Chandler Redmond. <laughs> Uh, so he, 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 he got that feat. It only happened one time in the minor leagues and it's never happened in the major leagues. So, uh, wow. pretty, uh, pretty awesome thing that happened in there. No, that's a good month. That's a good month in one night. Yeah. I'm trying to think of four home run guys. Did Mark Witten do it one time? Four home runs in one game. Let's look that up in the majors. Molly. Who's that? Lonnie Chisenhall. Did it uh, went in to, major league baseball? Went to Pitt, right? Yep. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Yep, he uh, he had four home. He's one of just a hand. Uh, they're getting a handful of guys to do it. Huh. Looks like we got uh, Willie Mays, Lou Gehrig. Pretty good company. Okay. Oh, yeah, Mark Witt and Mike Cameron. I remember doing it as well. So there you go, yeah. Bob Horner did it in a losing effort. Wow. For these well, imagine that. stinky That's braces. like some Shohei Otani stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Bob uh, Horner and that, that era of the Braves was like 25 cents, sit anywhere you want. Uh, you know, you had Bob Horner, Dale Murphy. Uh, Bob Horner, Dale Murphy was kind of what you had. I do, the catcher, who was the catcher back then, Clip? Who, I remember Ozzy Virgil when I started watching. Ozzy Virgil. Yeah. That's right. But it was, you're talking about going to uh, Fulton County Stadium to an empty house. That was a. Uh, that was an empty joint if there ever was one. Well, I complain a lot about my sports teams, but I have no – I mean, I am blessed, uh, lucky that I became a Braves fan early on in life because I really started paying attention the worst the first year, and then from then on, they have been uh, awesome. So, can't complain about that. Well, yeah, how about your uh, your guy debut last night? Uh, what's his name? Yeah, Grissom. Uh, Marquise Grissom. Yeah, his son. Actually, I what don't think that is his son. Ah man, I, I I I looked at it and thought it was, but you, uh, I will be happy to stand corrected. So did I see somebody told me last night at trivia that he was jump? He got the jump from Double A. Yeah, he went uh, right from Double A. Wow. Yeah, he's not Grissom's son because I looked it up and yeah, his uh, Marion and Julia Grissom are Vaughn Grissom's parents. So there you go. And I, you know what? And that's how bad my Google skills could be at times. <laughs> Uh, but I looked that up yesterday, thinking surely this is Marquis because they—I mean—they don't bear a resemblance. Yeah. Uh, but I, other than the last name, and I'm thinking, man, that'd be cool with the you know with the wave of all the guys that are uh, you know the, the the legacy the legacies that are in you know Major League Baseball right now with you know from from Holiday being drafted first to you know Bichette and Guerrero, all these guys whose dads played. So I, I thought that would be a, a cool you know addition to the story yeah and uh i have uh, you say great bar bet i have won a literally won a bar bet with this one who uh caught the last out what center fielder for the braves called the last out in their world series win in the 90s it was not otis nixon or kenny lofton it was marquise grissom so use that one and you could probably win some money 
Well, that, I will uh, file that one away. Yep, use it with the boys at tiebreakers, Molly. Uh, let's I'll see. Hey, your boy Tony Finau's uh, been winning, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, two wins, two win Tony. I mean, uh, he kind of came out of nowhere. and I say nowhere. He's always been right there, but he's uh, found a way to win, and hopefully it'll, he'll stay with it. I, I mean, I'd lo- obviously, man, just that dude's demeanor, the way he goes about things, ultimate family guy, uh, I, I just – man, he's just so easy to cheer for. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, I think I told you before, he really solidified my fandom when he did the uh, old ankle pop at the Masters where everybody kind of written him off, and next thing you know, he comes out and uh, you know, finishes second in the Masters. I also think that was a huge deal for KT Tape, if you the, the kinetic-ology, <laughs> what is it, whatever, that, oh, yeah. that, that KT Tape, uh, because that's what he attributed his ability to go, so – uh, Tony Finau, pretty big guy, Molly. He's 6'4". You know, is he uh, – yeah, he should, he should think about playing basketball. What do you think, Molly? Another one of your great ideas. <laughs> I just wanted to set that one up for you. Uh, uh, the problem is that was that was terribly set up. Molly. I know, so, I know. That was way too obvious. Finau, two shots back of the leader, Siwoo Kim, who is uh, eight under par today as they begin the uh the playoffs harold varner the third is playing as we speak through seven he is even par been uh struggling of late he was on a fantastic run of making cuts cash and checks been struggling a little bit uh mully didn't make the cut at the window which was disappointing but now he's trying to uh finish out the year uh finish out this playoffs here with uh some good good numbers so we'll uh follow him throughout the weekend do they have cuts on these mully these playoff do you know uh, you know what's a good question, Cliff? I, I, I think I don't think that they do. Yeah, I think you just play it through. Points, but yeah, because there's less golfers in it, so I guess there's 119 participating. It looks like so. I don't know. Right. All right, so uh, you got that going on. You got more guys defecting to the live tour. We'll talk about that more when Mully's in studio. Uh, let's see. Anything else on the docket? Football. What's going on? Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you tried any of those psychedelics that he's on? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm all over that. And what's funny is, you know, he he kind of gets away with that, doesn't get any kind of suspension, no violation of the NFL substance abuse uh, rules, and it's a, it's a hallucinogenic. That's, I mean, that's just – that's crazy. Is it store bought? Like, is it illegal? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm not familiar with it. No, I, I, you, you are uh, definitely asking the wrong person. I have no clue. But it's, uh, but that dude, he, he, he is, he is a trip. Pun intended. <laughs> Looking forward to uh, to seeing him this year without Devontae Adams. What they do uh, with those weapons there, uh, Chandler? What's going on with your QB situation at camp? Uh, still got. Oh, you com- got dual star. You got uh, two starters, right? Didn't Matt Rule say? Yeah, it, it, it's the uh, the famous or on the depth chart, on the depth yeah. chart, and it's at the quarterback position. You still have that competition going on with Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold uh, splitting reps with the ones. They do have Fan Fest tonight in Charlotte in Bank of America Stadium, so we'll see how that goes. All right, so uh, I'm excited. Got some football on the TV tonight on NFL Network. Mully will be tuned in to what Field of Dreams and all the baseball going on. I would imagine. Yeah, I'll ba- I mean I'll bounce around, but I you know it, it, look I, I I do enjoy this time of the year. There's there's plenty of good sports and, and, and kind of seems like an endless supply uh, right now. So, I mean, you know, it's always fun. And tonight, you know, I, look, I don't mind the preseason. I, just to see the helmets and all bouncing around with yeah. whose name's on the jersey is uh, kind of cool. Molly, I know you're busy. Thanks for doing this phoner. Uh, we'll get you back in studio as soon as we can. We'll let you run. But I uh, appreciate your time today, buddy. 
Yeah, real quick, you got the G Pro Tour going on at Brook Valley, and then you've got the juniors playing over at Greenville Country Club. Uh, so there's a lot of really good Man. amateur. Well, and I say amateur, you have some local amateurs playing that G Pro event, uh, but a lot of good local golf going on. Obviously, the uh, softball World Series, and kind of a cool time to be in Greenville. Good stuff. Good, good deal. Thanks, Molly. We'll talk to you later, man. Okay okay buddy y'all take care all right there is uh mike mullis joining us looking forward to a uh, little softball coming up at four o'clock as uh the pitt county girls all-star team will take on puerto rico cj uh, that's pretty neat the philippines has a team here and you said uh you and your mom were able to check out some action right out at stalling stadium i went uh the first day which was i guess two days ago now uh, and my mom was able to go yesterday, so we've both been able to see a game. Awesome. Uh, it's been pretty cool. What was the uh, like par- like parking and getting around situation? Was it packed out there? Yes, it was. Um, they have Elm Street closed off, as I'm sure you know. Um, that's for media, teams to get in, stuff like that. They're actually using the Student Pirate Club lot for uh, public parking but they have uh, golf carts that'll take you from the student pirate club lot over to the stadium. So it's a pretty easy drive over there, especially if you can catch the golf cart, but there's a lot of people there, a lot of food trucks, a lot of energy. Awesome stuff. All right. uh, We will keep an eye on that during today's show. When we return, we'll talk pirate football. We will get uh, Mike Houston's comments from earlier today. Also, we got to tell you how many days away we are from kicking things off east carolina and nc state will have our david price construction countdown to kickoff all that and more when we roll on pirate radio live on a thursday we're back with you after this to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006. University PC Care are the local tech support experts for any business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of your business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here is Cliff Rock. All right, thanks, CJ Schaefer. Chandler Honeycutt here on a Thursday. Shirley Rhodes will be back with us Monday. Uh, We will hear from Mike Houston in mere moments. I don't know what mere means, but it's just something you say when you uh, have a radio show. I know when I was uh, a young intern here, and uh, would sit in on the Live at Five with Troy D. He used to say that all the time. Mere moments? Mere moments. Mere. It's a word you don't use in any other sentence, do you? I don't think so. Unless you say mere cat. Right. Or come here. Hey, come here. Come here. Mere. But outside of that, not used a lot. Hey, come here. Uh, We have have an issue here. So So Shirley's not here. Chandler, you're the one... They usually direct Shirley to get oh us my prepared. God. Somebody, someone tell me to do it. Well, here's my thing. 
quite frankly it's a little bit inappropriate what you say there's a lot of innuendo there it's not something i'm comfortable saying here on the show so could you tell yourself to do the honors sure why not okay hey yo chandler yeah what's up what you need what i need you to do is to back your fat white truck up right now yeah no problem hold on just a second let me get in the truck right quick hold on all right, here we go. Ready? Come here. Come here. Come here. Thank you for doing that. No problem. Because I'm keeping your fat white truck out of my mouth. Thank God. I'll let you know that right now. It is the ECU football countdown to kickoff brought to you by David Price Construction, run by ECU alum David Price. David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. Give them a call today, 919-291-5532. Visit them online, davidpriceconstruction.com for all your commercial or custom residential and building needs. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. You got something going on. David Price Construction, where to go? DavidPriceConstruction.com or 919-291-5532. They have been constructing this countdown to kickoff for what seems like years. It's been months. It's been a lot of days. But, man, that light at the end of the tunnel, that finish line, is approaching it's getting closer and closer chandler but how close is it exactly it is 23 days oh away. my goodness 23 days away until ecu nc state here in greenville north carolina at dowdy ficklin stadium the Wolfpack versus the pirates it's going to be an awesome saturday here in greenville to kick off the 2022 campaign high noon so hydrate it's going to be a hot one but uh as a lot of people know and if you don't know the party of the year is back and it's back on that Thursday, three weeks from today, the Pirate Radio football kickoff party is back. We will have the Breakfast Club here at the State Theater Theater in Uptown Greenville. We'll also have the, a Clydesdale here. That's w- right. For a photo world op. famous. World famous Clydesdale. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So three weeks from the day, 21 days away until we're putting on our party shoes for the Pirate Radio football kickoff party. And 23 days away until ECU versus NC State. All of that on the David Price Construction Countdown to Kickoff. Wow. It is it is real. It is very real. Uh, that's right. The uh, the world-famous Clydesdales will be here that week and that weekend. And on that Thursday night, you can actually uh, get up close, personal, get a picture taken. Take a picture. And touch a Clydesdale, the world-famous uh, Budweiser Clydesdales, uh, as Bud Light will be uh, – on hand and ready to go for a fun thursday night you can get your tickets pr927fm.com for just ten dollars right now so uh just 10 bucks go ahead and get you a ticket not 75 not 100 not 50 not even close ten dollars to have the time of your life not 10 plus tax 10 round easy one zero dot zero zero simple as that and Chandler, I know yesterday you said you want to do a better job of being in the now, being where your feet are. Being present. Being present. But just to do some quick math and look ahead, next week it'll be 16 days. The week after that, nine days. The week after that, two days. Two days. And then doing math on the party. Next week we're talking 14. The following week we're talking seven. The following week we're talking 
Zero. We're talking party time. Now. We're talking party time. How about that? How about that? Cash me at the state theater. Cash me at the state theater doing the boogie woogie. How about that? How about that? Main of uh, the uh, party of the year with the breakfast club. I mean, it's... If you haven't... If you're not mentally prepared for it now, I'm going to say you're late. You still got a little time. But, like, I'm already there. I'm already at the State Theater. I'm already in here 8 a.m. for the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Which is back in 23 I'm already days. taking calls on the fifth quarter. I'm doing mental reps. I'm getting my mental reps in. Are you getting your tailgating mental reps in? What are you hydrating? Are you going to arrive in the stadium to see all the fanfare, the band, the intro, the purple haze? Are you gonna? Are you mentally standing up on third down? Are you getting loud on a fourth and one? Are you getting your reps in? You got to do it now, folks. You got to do it now. Just like these high school coaches have said, just like Mike Houston has said, when it comes, you better be ready or you'll be left behind. That's right. So be ready come September 3rd. Let's hear from Mike Houston. He talked earlier today at East Carolina practice. First of all, let's talk to Source Boy over there, CJ. CJ, were you out of practice today? Yes, I was. Uh, did you talk to any sources about the attendance of practice? How was it today? Do you know? Um, no, I didn't talk to anybody about attendance at practice today. Um, but I can tell you, compared to yesterday, when I told you they looked, you know, a little sluggish, a little slower than normal. A little bleak. A little bleak, per se. <laughs> there was a lot more energy today. Uh I mean, part of it could obviously be an extra day uh, past the sickness, but I would say obviously the majority of it is they got to put on full pads today, and, you know, that'll energize the team. They were doing drills uh, from the two-yard line, lots of really cool stuff. I sent Chandler a video earlier. The very first play in full pads, Keaton Mitchell made – I don't – you remember who it was, right? He made it was somebody Jawan fall. Powell. Jawan Powell. Mm. He fell. Mm. Touchdown. Oh. Ankles broken. Grabbing ankles. Ankles at equal broken. I'll tell you what's bleak right now. Memphis looks bleak. Memphis Ooh. bleak. That's the thing. That's the thing in the rap world, right? Yeah. I guess. You're not familiar, CJ? Slightly. I'm familiar. not going to act like I know what you're talking about. I appreciate that. I don't want you to act like you know what I'm talking about if you don't know what I'm talking but about. But I'm going to I'm going to just have confidence in you that someone out there knows what you're talking about. Okay. Thank you. Mike Houston, what do you have to say after today's full pad practice, Chandler? All right. Good day. Good to be back out there. Um, you know, first day of live contact, tackle to the ground kind of stuff. And I told, I told the kids, you know, it's, it's so important because, you know, when, when you're in thud and our kids do a good job in thud, but, you know, you always hear, you know, I'd had him right there. I'd have got him on the ground. Or I, I'd have, he wouldn't have tackled me right there. I'd have run him over. Or I'd have made him miss or whatever. Well, when it's live to the ground, then – I mean, there's no debating. I mean, you either do or you don't. You either make the play or you don't. And so it's, 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 it's the balance, especially early in camp. I think that stuff's important. Um, I thought we had a good competitive day, had three different live sessions during practice. Um, kids were, you know, pretty juiced up for it and went at each other pretty good, which is good. And so uh, great film to uh, get better from. When you go full pads, does the defense get a little extra spark, a little extra juice uh, going into practice? Yes. I mean, I think – you know, the defensive kids, we had a really good practice on Monday. Um, I really thought the offense responded today. And, uh, you know, that's what I'm talking about is, you know, a couple of those tackles we didn't make, you know, uh, inside run. You know, we'd block a play up perfectly. The defense would play it perfectly. You'd have a free hitter versus a, a running back in the hole. 
and I thought our backs did a good job today uh, of making the play, and, you know, and not getting tackled, you know, one on one as much. So um, I think it's good for both sides. But uh, yeah, it, the defense always gets juiced up when it's live. All right, the big dog Glenn Griffin asked a weather question to Mike Houston. How are the players handling the heat? They're doing fine. Um, you know, it's certainly a conditioning thing. The first few days they struggled. Uh, we had to pull back on some reps with a couple of the kids. But uh, you know, today they all went their full, you know, their full racks, and so you know they're getting there. All right, uh, the competition level as a whole, did it uh, dial up to another notch with the pads on? I mean, I, I think it certainly. I mean, I, you know, I prodded them a little bit this morning before we got going too. So I mean, it's you know, that's that's what they do. You know, they compete, and that's you know, I don't I don't worry about that piece. Now the execution and then doing things right, you know, that's that's where we got to continue to improve. But they'll go out there and they'll compete. Uh, CJ, was that literally or metaphorically prodding? Did he have a cow prod? Uh, getting the players, or was it? No, not at all. Definitely not, okay. metaphor. Did not uh, did not see one out there. No, so sir. Good to hear. Good to hear. Uh, CJ mentioned some near the goal line work. Uh, Mike Houston was asked about a goal line period where the uh, the big boys hitting on each other near the goal line today. What we did, um, we did a two point uh, shootout kind of deal to start practice. Uh, so that's a little bit different than a goal line. But the, at the end of practice, we put the ball on the 12-yard line, first and 10, and played it out, you know, red zone situation. Uh, the one scored a touchdown. Uh, the twos ended up uh, holding the second offense to a field goal. All right. Uh, all of this going on after East Carolina missed a practice in full on Tuesday and had a few uh, guys missing out there yesterday. So, how about that setback earlier this week, Coach, where you had all the players missing practice and, and had to miss a day of practice? Well, I think that, uh, you know, the older guys that have been with us, I think, are playing well. Uh, Malik, Demel. Is that cut six, Chandler? Oh, here we go. Not ideal. I mean, it's, now, Hey, stop uh, that. Because you missing getting the wrong cut was not ideal. It, you know, it was not ideal. All right, now let's go. Let's, let's re, we're going to regroup here. We're going to use one of our timeouts, and we're going to uh, get right back into it. Are you ready? Yeah, for some reason, I already had it marked out, but yeah, go ahead. Let's do it. Let's hear it. Let's uh, let's hear what was not ideal. Not ideal. I mean, it's uh, it definitely you know got kind of got us out of whack, and you know we're still not full strength. Uh, still got some guys out, and got some guys that were out there that were really battling through that didn't get cleared until this morning. So um, yeah, you know it's not ideal, but you know I told the kids. I said, after 2020, you know, we can handle pretty much anything. You know, it's kind of the next man up mentality. And I, I, t I told the Wally Pip story last night during the team meeting and Lou Gehrig and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, I think that's important that, you know, you never know what day is going to be your day. You know, Jacob Saker got, uh, you know, got the nod at right guard today with the first unit and played really, really well. And so, you know, the fact that he was prepared for that, you know, that's, you know, you, you never forget that day when you get your chance and you're prepared. And all of a sudden now you got some confidence. All right, remind me on Monday during the Players' Lounge to ask the guys about the Wally Pip story and who was the player that came in. All right, yeah. I would love to hear that too. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna Luke talk, Gehrig. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about food poisoning and uh, more coming up Monday on the Players' Lounge. Looking forward to talking to the guys again. Uh, Chandler, let's get a break in. We'll, uh, we'll regroup. And uh, we got more Mike Houston comments. Coming up at 4 o'clock, we're talking fantasy football. We'll dive into the NFL and more ECU football talk in hour number three of today's show when Troy D is here. So more to go. 
More Pirate Football Talk, more Mike Houston when we return after this. to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow, Chico, follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Flip Brock. Let's get a quick update at the Buccaneer Music Hall leaderboard presented by DaBuck. DaBuck. Harold Varner III, things have changed. He was even through seven. He is two under through nine after a couple of buds. Nice. So he is now six shots back of the leader. And uh, is still playing and got a long ways to go here on day one and uh, a lot more strokes to gain. So, HV3 playing well, two under par through the front nine on the Buccaneer Music Hall leaderboard presented by DeBug. DeBug. And Chandler Honeycutt uh, frequented the Buccaneer Music Hall earlier this week. Sure did. Saw a little uh, karaoke with DJ Captain Morgan. Yep. And what song did you sing? I went with – my go-to is – don't stop believing by journey I, f- I feel like that's a lot of people's go-to and uh it was already played that night so i didn't want to sing it so i went a different direction speaking of directions i went with good directions by mm. billy currington okay what is that song i recognized it when way you were- up yonder past the caution light there's a little country store where the no coke sign you gotta Stop and ask Miss Bell for some of her sweet tea. Sweet tea. Okay, there you go. I, I recognize that. I don't recognize the name of the song. I said you should have a gimmick where you go to karaoke night, and after a group <laughs> of girls or somebody sings a song and is really happy with it, you come up directly after, do the same song. Same exact song. But do it better than they did and just make them really angry at you. I think that would be funny. <laughs> Yeah, that would be a you know what next I'm I'm gonna go next Tuesday night yeah to the Buck and do that very same just piggyback off of like three or four people and, until they God. they kick you out. All right, I'll see All how right. long I can go. Sounds It'll be good. a game. It'll All be right, a game. back to Mike Houston and our ECU football practice report. Uh, let's go with cut seven, Chan man, and uh, Mike Houston talked about the cornerback position. Well, I think that. Uh, you know, the older guys have been with us, I think, are playing well. Uh, Malik, Demel, uh, Juwan Powell, even though Juwan uh, did not practice today, he's had a good start to camp. Um, I think, you know, you're seeing, you know, what can some of the younger guys do? Uh, I think that, uh, you know, Fletcher Marshall, uh, I think he's probably going to be able to contribute hopefully this year. Um, Isaiah Brown-Murray, I think, for a true freshman, um, you know, is out there competing. We'll see if he's ready to play this year. Um, you know, pre-Washington uh, is having a very solid camp. So, uh, you know, I think solid. Uh, now I think they're getting challenged because, uh, you know, if they line up against, uh, you know, those top guys, you know, they've got to they gotta have their stuff together now. All right. Uh, real quick, didn't you say Keaton Mitchell broke 
Powell's ankles? Yes. Mike Houston said he didn't practice today. Well, I saw a video. So him. whose ankles did he break? What number was it? It was number seven. Oh, did Gerard did Stringer's number seven? Ah, okay. because Powell was seven last year, but you have several guys that have changed their number, including Stringer, which we talked about, and Mike Houston will talk about in just a moment. Who talked about why he changed his number to okay, seven? Okay, well, I apologize. I thought it was uh, Jawan Powell, but instead it is Gerard Stringer. So we're just uh, like ankles all over the field right now. We got Powell's out there, Stringers, the CJs are out there breaking everybody's ankles. <laughs> the ankle breaker all right let's uh hear about the upcoming scrimmage on saturday jenny shelton firing off questions earlier today to mike houston well i'd say we'll probably get somewhere around 100 plays on saturday uh some combination of the lineups i think that uh you know i think everybody will get work uh certainly some of the more known commodities uh that have played a lot of snaps for us um you know they'll get the work they need to continue uh improvement towards uh getting ready for the opener uh, I think the big thing is, you know, figuring out who's going to be in that depth, who's going to travel. Uh, we're going to do a lot of special teams work on Saturday. We have everything installed. Uh, and so I uh, wanted to get some live special teams work with the officials. So um, it'll be good. I mean, it's the first time in the stadium for some of those kids, and that's always, you know, they got to get used to that. Um, but, uh, you know, looking forward to it. All right, speaking of Gerard Stringer, uh, we heard him at the podium over the weekend talking about uh, the loss of his brother and why he – chose his new number and mike houston was asked about stringer and uh him talking the other day and uh, how he's doing on the football field well uh, that, was, that was pretty impressive watching him stand up there and talk like that saturday um i'm probably as as pleased with him and his maturity and growth uh as maybe anybody in the program you know uh that first year i didn't know if he'd be around after a year you know it's just you know the maturity level he wasn't quite there and um you know it's he had to grow up. Uh, he's grown up. Uh, as much as I hate that he missed the 2020 season, it may have been the best thing to ever happen to him. Because I think it, uh, you know, when you get something taken away from you, you know, you figure out just how important it is to you. But uh, I see him as one of our leaders. Uh, I see him as a, a positive example for the young kids. Um, and certainly he's having a very good camp. Mike Houston describing Gerard Stringer there sounds like uh, he could be describing a lot of these pirates who are. I just have been here so long now with the COVID year and uh, you get an extra year and now a veteran veteran football team that is providing great examples and helping out younger pirates who are coming in that hopefully will be able to red shirt get a year of uh, training in with big john and be ready to go next year so uh, i like that the where the program is from a number standpoint now and uh, from a building standpoint that Mike Houston's been able to do heading into uh, his year four. All right, uh, a couple of guys who have seen a lot of snaps on the field that could be seeing even more this year, Keegan Wilk and and Julius Wood. And as far as them taking the next step, playing more under the lights, uh, in the spotlight, Mike Houston talked about those bright lights. Well, the spotlight gets bigger. You know, it's, it's different when somebody else is trotting out there first. Uh, but the spotlight gets a lot bigger once you, and so I think uh, you know just being able to handle the big stage, which I th- expect both of them to. Uh, they're both having outstanding camps. Uh, Sean Dorso, Jairo Wilson, both having outstanding camps. So I think we've got a good uh, you know combination of four guys there that I would see as starters playing those two safety positions on the back end. 
All right, you and I will finish up our position previews next week, talking ECU safeties, and looking forward to that. Mike Houston reeling off four names right there, along with uh, Tegan, don't call me Keegan Wilk, Julius Wood, Sean Dorsey, and others. And finally, how's that wide receiver group looking at practice? I think really good. I think we've improved this week. Uh, I think we've got multiple guys making plays. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, just – you don't just have one guy. You got several guys. Uh, I think our timing is getting better. Um, you know, the touchdown with the one offense was um, Holton to Isaiah, uh, so it was good to see him make that play. Uh, I think that's going to give him confidence and Holton confidence. And uh, but there's, you know, I think Jalen has had a very, very solid camp so far. Um, I think CJ's having a very solid camp. Uh, you know, Ryan is having a solid camp. Shane is having a solid camp. Uh, Josiah is having a very good camp, so uh, I think that there's lots of guys doing a lot of good things. Starts with Isaiah catching the touchdown from Holt Nailers. Uh, you like to hear that. Gets you excited. Then he goes on to Jalen, newcomer. He spewed out a lot of names there. Ryan Jones, C.J. Johnson. Shane Calhoun. Shane Calhoun, Josiah Hatfield. So, uh, again, a position I was very worried about, as I'm sure other Pirate fans were months ago now starting to feel a lot better about that receiver slash tight end position and that offensive group uh that Ehlers has to work with in 2022 that's mike houston from earlier today we got the video up if you want to watch it we'll uh, rehash some of these also in hour number three when troy d joins us to talk pirate football when we return we'll talk some nfl some fantasy football one of my drafts is already in the books got another one coming up at the end of august we'll talk to cw sloan before he has to actually head back to the real world and start teaching the future of tomorrow uh in the classroom he'll uh his classroom now is here in the studio and we'll talk fantasy football when we return on a thursday edition of pirate radio live after this Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Have you heard? Winslow's is now 5th Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room. With a brand new look, 5th Street Hardware also has a new menu, and they serve lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday, plus brunch starting at 10.30 on Sundays. What else is new? Well, 5th Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room now has poker every Tuesday night and Trivia Wednesday with DJ Captain Morgan. New look, new new name, same location on 5th Street beside the State Theater. 5th Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Cliff Rock. All right. Welcome back into the program. Cliff Rock here. CJ Schaefer, great job on the ad reads. Chan Man, fantastic work on production. By the way, Cliff, this, this bumper that is playing right now is named... Hold on, hold on, hold on. CW, don't listen to what this bumper's called. All right, go ahead. The name of this bumper is Back to School. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> it just hit him right in the, right where it hurts, right in the kisser. 
CW Sloan is an educator. He educates the future every uh, school year and educates us on fantasy football every weekday during the summer when he's off. Hello, CW. How's it going? Would you say you listen to me like my kids listen to me, or I listen to you? And okay. by the way, you are, you know you are one. You are. I enjoy talking fantasy football. Mm-hmm. I like asking you for advice. I don't always take it mm-hmm. because your word is not the gospel. Fantasy football is about what you like. It is opinionated. We don't know what's going to happen. All we can do we hypothesize. We have right. data. We have what we think is going to happen, and we you know do the best we can with it. I would say I listen to you intently, and you change my mind on some things. Some things I have an opinion on, and you can't change my mind on it. But I enjoy uh, I enjoy this quite a bit. The discussions are always fun, no matter what. Yep, no matter who listens to it. Fantasy football is uh, probably my favorite hobby. I would say. Yeah, I've taken up a little bit of cooking, which I enjoy. One of my favorites. In fact, I, I do that more than I do fantasy football. I have obviously. Uh, three women at home uh on a daily basis now that my uh, daughter's in college and so i'm i'm cooking all the time so i, I enjoy it a lot man you do you have like i have a woman and a girl at home but my my girl is you know soon to be in high school so i'm gonna have women at home i might be better at cooking than fantasy football i'm not gonna lie all right let's say let's you're on a show cw what yeah. and they say what is your signature dish what are you uh serving up i can pretty much do anything italian i i make a really good chicken marsala um i can do anything on the grill i i'm 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 pl- i'm pretty flexible i'm pretty versatile but chicken marsala is what you said so yeah, that my, da- would be yeah your... my daughters love that i mean they right. love making them good deal yeah. uh cj thanks for getting this on video so we can document this moment forever uh before we get into fantasy football i do want to read this tweet from antonio brown uh this was about 15 minutes ago and i can relate to this because i've tweeted before that one of my biggest regrets is that i can't follow myself on twitter because i am myself this is very much in the (laughs) same vein he says quote my biggest regret in my career doesn't involve me calling my gm a cracker or showing up to raiders camp late in a hot air balloon with frozen feet or throwing rocks at that ups driver and definitely doesn't involve taking my shirt off and doing a victory lap around the Jet Stadium mid-game while throwing up deuces. My biggest regret is that I'll never get to see me, Antonio Brown, play a game live. Sure, I can watch the game afterwards, but I can't imagine what that was like for you all that got to see something like that. Like watching the Beatles or Jesus perform at Red Rocks. <laughs> End quote. I am lost for words. <laughs> Antonio Brown is bummed that he can't watch Antonio Brown live. Your thoughts? He compared himself, or, or let's say he compared what he did for a living to say the last to, to Jesus. Uh, watching the Beatles or Jesus or Beatles. perform okay. at Red Rocks. Yeah, I, I, I don't know where to go with that. Uh, we need to get this guy some help. That's really what we need to do. He he doesn't seem to be a song there. by the Beatles, actually. Yeah, I, and it's crazy because you know, twelve months ago he was you know, he was wearing Don and the Bucks uniform and and we were fine. Other than you know a, an actual injury with his uh, ankle, he 
He seemed to be okay. I, things have just fallen off the cliff in the last six months. Yeah, well, so there's like, been a bit of a pattern there. Yeah. Uh, so I, I guess this comes down to two bucks. I can't think of another. If you had to sign or draft a player not currently on a roster, CW, who would that be? So guy right now. Who's so not your on options a are. I know what my, my AB and Gronk. Gronk is Gronk. Yeah. Yeah. What percentage are you putting that he plays? That Gronk plays this year? Because last year it felt like it was like eight. He came in late last year, right? Because he retired and then well, he unretired. Yeah, he didn't really. He didn't do the retirement like he did this year. I mean, it wasn't as official. It was like I don't know if I'm coming back. I, he didn't really officially retire last year. But uh, good, to go to your original question, I would say. I, I, I've moved this number down in the last couple of weeks for whatever reason, and maybe it's just because I'm seeing people who are on the field actually playing, playing. Uh, but I'd, I'd probably say 40%, and it was wow. about 70% the last time I was in here, maybe, maybe a little less than that. Well, that's still a very high number. We had a guy in our league that drafted Barry Sanders, I want to say, probably until like 2005 with his last <laughs> just, pick every year. Just because he was still healthy and retired. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I don't know if we had anybody draft Calvin Johnson after he retired, but he, you know, still had some good years left, probably. I just see a path where we get into late October, early November, and it's just starting to get cold again. Not that cold in Tampa. Uh, it, things are starting to shake out about how good or bad the teams are. Maybe the Bucks. I'm hoping, have no more than two losses, you know, by halfway through the season. And he feels primed to make a – you know one more super bowl run and, and i can kyle rudolph's banged up cameron Brait is cameron Brait, and he's a he's a slot receiver he's not a tight end really uh at least how we use him uh but yeah I, I that's the path i see and you know you give him a you know two and a half more months i guess my only fear is why they wouldn't announce this already to the point where they're just not making it official about retirement where it was it's kind of like yeah we're we're gonna play things by ear we don't know how healthy he is and gronk could come out and say yeah i don't really want to come back and then he comes back but to continue to say retire retire instead of not return i don't know that just scares me a little bit as a bucks fan but i i, I cannot close the door on him right now the way he looks and how well he played last year we got football tonight folks on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by the buck the buck the giants and the patriots on nfl network at seven o'clock titans and ravens which i said earlier sounds like a playoff matchup uh, but they'll be playing a preseason game with much lower stakes and worse players on the field at 7 30 tonight also uh, the Pitt County Girl All-Stars just got out of the top of the first unscathed. They bat in the bottom of the first. No score at Stalling Stadium. And it was really cool to go to ESPN Plus and see Winterville, North Carolina versus Puerto Rico. It's awesome. I watch Winterville, no matter the sport, on ESPN Plus if I ever can do it. Uh, so there you go. Uh, those That game in progress. Two NFL games tonight, CW. All right, I want to win my fantasy leagues this year. How do I do that? How did people do it last year, CW? Well, <clears throat> well, I'm going to give you a quick little rundown real quick of uh, of numbers that I found. So I'm going to talk about it in a couple of ways because the, the couple of things I wanted to share with you that I found are really about tournament teams, but they were still drafting at this time in the summer. And that's the, that's the thing. The first place winner of this million-dollar tournament that I am currently in for this year right now, and two teams actually, and trying to win, 
And I found out that this guy actually drafted this team in June, the, the winning team. Wow. So this is not something where you have to wait until the fourth preseason game and get all of your information. In fact, for him, it worked better the other way. But um, but this is a tournament team. It's a best ball team, so you can't really uh, finagle your team throughout the season. However, I think it, it, it still lends to good information that could bleed into season long too. It's, this yeah. is not just a focus for for best ball. So I want to ask you a question. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you the two players, the first two players drafted in each of these top 5 teams and I want you to guess which team won it just off to the two teams, two two players. Just see just see if you just guess the winner, okay? One team started with Devontae Adams and Jonathan Taylor. One team started with Jonathan Taylor, Devontae Adams, same same players. One team started with Jonathan Taylor and Aaron Jones. The fourth team, or the next team I'm going over, Zeke Elliott, Joe Mixon. And then the last one, Travis Kelsey and Devontae Adams. If you had to just guess which team off of those just two picks. I would not guess the one with Ezekiel Elliott. Okay. I would guess... Uh, and Kelsey, I mean, I would go with the the Taylor and Adams. It was Taylor Jones. Okay. Ezekiel Elliott, Ezekiel Elliott, and Mixon, the guy who picked those two, finished second. Okay. Which is alarming to me, and not really so well, after I've done thought. We're going to get further into the draft, at right? Who those guys found as gems. All right. So my the the point I'm making to that is, and and you know, shrugging your shoulders and saying, okay, how how do we assess that? I've always said this. I've been saying it, you know, forever. You're not going to win this thing. You're not going to win your draft by just picking, you know, random people in the in the first couple of rounds. If you stick to the board and you follow what everybody's saying as these consensus top 25 players, as long as you pivot off of what you do off the first two rounds, whether it's take two wide receivers, two running backs, running back tight end, then that's when you start really uh, delving into what you need to do in order uh, to win the league. But these top 20 guys are all about the same i can recall a couple of years you know even recently when christian mccaffrey had that enormous year that's an anomaly when uh, ladani tomlinson had that enormous year where they actually changed drafts because of it where you had sometimes in professional leagues they actually took the third round and made the guy who was picking last go first and first go last because it was so unfair for the guy who was taking LT number one for about three <laughs> years. They actually changed that, you know, wow. for a couple of years. So, but other than that, these guys are all relatively the same. The first rounders are pretty close. The second rounders are pretty close. So you're not really going to win your league by that kind of mixture. The other thing I'm going to say is pretty much everybody in the top five had a top eight quarterback this is where i screw myself top eight quarterback i say every year all right I, i'm gonna i gotta get a quarterback a little earlier this year i wait i wait and guess what in the draft we just did i was the last person to draft a quarterback right i got aaron Rodgers. Uh, might work out might not right but i wanted I, I really wanted burrow he went the round i was gonna take him and at that point i was just like we're gonna just wait it out again good news so. i've got three I know you're trying to trade Justin. One's on Herbert. the board. I know he's he's a he's a top seven, top eight guy. So you're anytime you want to, you know, make a deal with it, I'm here. Okay, so Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, Dak, and Mahomes. Those are the top. Those are the quarterbacks on the five teams, and so that also speaks a lot to me that. Yeah, it's okay to wait and not take the number one guy. Last year, jo actually, Josh was Allen ask, wasn't the number one. So, I mean, Josh Allen was what last year? He was two, uh, oh, okay. two or three. I think uh, Mahomes was Mahomes. still in that leading yeah. uh, spot right there. But And, and Rodgers was up a little bit further than, obviously, what he is now. Uh, but 
it, a lot of people say they like to really fall and wait for the quarterback and wait as, as, as you know long as possible. You can't wait too late. Yeah. If you wait too late, then you're you're on the eight ball there trying to you know accumulate points from guys who are just uh, getting getting it done from that position. Uh, the other thing I found out was about how the mid round receivers and running backs have got to hit. So of course. The one guy who hit more than anybody last year, and he was a fourth rounder, was was Cooper Cup. Yeah. But it's not just Cooper Cup doing a season like he did. Jamar Chase was a, a consensus fifth rounder in this. In fact, Jamar Chase, of these five teams that I'm talking about right now, and I'm and again, it's a small sample, but it is the five who won big money. Chase was actually the most popular player on these five teams. Four of these five teams had Jamar Chase, where they selected him either in the fourth fifth or sixth round and so you've got to hit on some of those guys so yeah. let's talk about who are some of those guys this year in the fourth fifth sixth round that could be our cooper cups uh jamar chase was a rookie he was actually the third receiver a lot of people thought well we don't know how good he's going to be compared to tyler boyd's yeah, been there boyd for a while. and higgins and higgins is there yeah. and joe mixon's there joe burrow's coming off an injury we don't really know how well uh jamar chase i remember staying away from jamar chase for one stupid reason training camp preseason they were talking about how he can't hold on to the ball and then he ends up as a top 10 player uh, so oh yeah the, the noise he had to quote about it's different than a college football and yeah. everybody like freaked yeah. out about it and they're like you don't know the difference between a college and a pro ball yeah. that that the little spiral there that's bothering you <laughs> and you know you have to have the white spiral on the football in order to see it and then what does he go and do he's he's on you know on 80 percent of the top five guy, uh, teams that won these big tournaments and then i found three or four other players who are consistently on these teams as well who not only you you don't even look at in the mid rounds but you do have to hit in the late rounds singletary uh i'm on st brown these were two players who were on three of the five teams and so I, I just started looking at some of these patterns and looking at where these guys were drafted and it doesn't really help if i don't carry that over to this year so when i look at somebody like singletary who is a guy who is sharing the backfield you're not going to have to worry about burning a first second third or even fourth round draft pick for but has the potential to come on strong either through injury or because the offense is starting to click or they're using him more frequently or in the red zone and the one guy that i keep coming around to that seems very similar to to me is aaron jones i mean excuse me is uh aj yeah and and i say that because of the offense i think they're going to be running more than they've ever have i think aj Dillon's role is going to be bigger than it was last year even though it was relatively large already they certainly like using him in the goal line. And if if uh, Aaron Jones does have any kind of uh, days or games where he sustains an injury, there is nobody behind A.J. Dillon, so the, the backfield is his. But I still believe they didn't have an injury last year. Zach Moss was just really bad behind Singletary. It didn't, it didn't take an injury for that to happen. And so I don't think it has to happen that way either. Uh, Aaron Jones is certainly better than Zach Moss, and so that's something to be uh, to discuss too. But but where he's being selected in that sixth, seventh, eighth round, I do like AJ Dillon as a potential mid-round guy that you don't have to burn a you know an early draft pick for and utilize as one of your RB threes in order to to do something like this. Uh, did you ever answer the question this year's potential Jamar Chase? Because I have a candidate. My breakout was going to be Jerry Judy, but now I'm just ready to say his teammate Cortland Sutton. The, I, I do like Cortland Sutton. The problem with Sutton is his adp right now uh it's certainly and, and you're you know we're, we're talking about just a few picks so uh courtland sutland right now is consistently going in the third round where chase was uh easily going in the fifth or sixth uh but well. yeah that's certainly you can make a case for a guy who has not completely done it yet and has the ability to do it based on everything else around him 
and, and certainly the I mean, I'm looking at Sutton as like 58 overall on fantasy pros which would put him in the fourth fifth that'd be put him in the fourth right yeah. uh, I guess in the uh in the best ball world he kind of jacks up a little bit because okay. of the uh, boomer bust but but yeah I, I do like Cortland Sutton as a potential guy to do that uh, to, to finish in that top 12 uh how about I'm, I'm gonna go a little deeper than that uh, I, I, and I can't decide actually which one I want here. Michael Thomas and Chris Olave for New Orleans. I mean, Chris Olave, you know, screams of everything that happened last year with Jamar Chase. Yeah. You have a quarterback who last year, you know, looking at Jameis's numbers when he was healthy, was a top five fantasy quarterback. I couldn't believe that when I went back and saw the games that he played and where he ranked at that time. So now you've got a quarterback. You've got a head coach who was far more conservative with Drew Brees over the last few years in the run game, and now he's gone. Pete Carmichael is the offensive coordinator, so he's going to be the one in charge. He's been there since day one with Peyton, and I can I can easily see him opening up uh, this offense a lot more than what they were doing with Drew Brees and what happened last year. So you have that into effect. You also have a dome. You have a lot of games playing indoors. You also have a, a receiver on the other side who potentially – could miss some time. And if he doesn't miss his time, he's certainly going to command uh, the best coverage of the defense each time around. Olave looked really good coming out. A lot of people had him ahead of Garrett Wilson, who went further than uh, than him in the draft, I think about two spots. So everything just seems similar to me in the situation. Now, Olave is going a little bit later than uh, than what Jamar Chase went into uh, last year. And I think he's, he's certainly not going in the fifth, but Michael Thomas is. And so that kind of made me think about either one of these guys that could potentially You're getting the t- break out there. The camp reports on Thomas, he looks great, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So. And then you also look at Kamara's situation too, where they're going to have a pre-trial hearing on September 29th. That's going to more than likely get pushed again. So at worst, the only problem with Kamara is, is, is whether or not you want to gamble the fact that he could, if gets suspended this year, it would be closer to the playoffs times which you would certainly not want no but at but this I don't point think you're drafting kamara as if yeah. that's not even a yeah 100 100 right? which that's changed a little bit since we've been talking this uh, kamara's really he's been he's risen dramatic yeah. dramatically yeah all right uh let's take a break we'll come back do you got any more notes on this topic the other guy with aj Dillon that i'll say right now and i'm just reading about what he's got today tony pollard he is yeah. now moving into the slot receiver position in dallas more catches now. I mean, and on the field with Zeke. Yeah. He's looking good. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. More fantasy football talk with C.W. Sloan here on Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome back. UBE and ECU tradition for over 50 years. Shop online anytime at PirateWare.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection for ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back into PRL. Here is Cliff Brock. All right, back with you here on a Thursday. Troy D will be here hour three. We'll talk pirate football. More of Mike Houston's comments. And uh, we are 23 days away 
from kicking it off. East Carolina, NC State, noon at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Had that for you earlier on the David Price Construction Countdown to kickoff. All right, uh, counting down the days to uh, the NFL and fantasy football. I've got one draft in the books, and I've got one little mini best ball team that I did with you um, uh, a while ago now. Yeah, I remember that. How many teams do you have right now, CW? Uh, 22. And you're about to draft? Uh, I'm about to draft. I got two. two you got 22. Yeah. yeah, 22. Is that number okay? Is that. It's fine. Some where of those do you want to be? Some of those are dollar, $5 drafts, but then, uh, you know, the. The $25 and the $10 tournaments that are going to hopefully win me some big money, that, those are the ones I'm kind of really uh, hoping, 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 hoping to take down. I've never t- uh, taken down anything that large. I think $500 is the biggest I've won, but I'm going to – I'm shooting for the moon here. So are those, those are all best ball, and then you're yep. in the one league with me. Are you in any other redraft type leagues? I am. I'm in another league uh, with friends of mine in Raleigh. And they used to, some of them used to live here. They moved to Raleigh. And so I go there for the draft or the last couple of years due to COVID and other things that have occurred, I've had to, had to zoom it in. Um, and I hadn't decided if I'm going to be able to make it this time around, but yeah, it'll be in a couple, uh, actually two weeks from yesterday. So you're, you'll probably be in around 30 by the time the season gets here. Yeah. I'd say, yeah, I'm, I'm only two, only two season long yours and, and yeah. the Raleigh one. And that would mean another eight between now and then? Oh, easily. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So I will be in Love two, it. three, counting the, the best ball we yeah. did. Uh, Chandler, you are not a huge fantasy guy. I'm trying to get you more into it. It's just not your thing. That's fine. But you are in one league. And uh, we went over your keepers last week yep. and, and found out that you got some pretty good keepers. Yeah, absolutely. So you're going to be in one league. Just one league, yes. All right, CJ, how many fantasy leagues are you going to be in this year? Three to four, I think five would be like the max so Once, how many like you have do you have a main one i i have two main ones i have two that are usually some sort of small pot like 10 or 20 bucks so those are the ones i focus on okay and then you'll do what some online or something just i have other groups that just don't play for money like they uh, do it kind of casually okay fair enough i might do some daily fantasy too here and there see you're into that you're into some other stuff and and maybe i'll jump on that this year with the underdog thing y'all turn me on to yeah an underdog will do it uh i I, obviously DraftKings and fanduel are the kings of the dfs world and and i'm up there constantly i want a nice baseball one uh farting around on that underdog underdog you already already want it aaron judge and uh austin riley one night and they do odd stuff too you can just do stuff nightly on baseball games you could just pick a couple things i I don't know if you've have you seen that where Where, where you just like like three every night yeah well no you don't have to pick games they'll say how, you know how many home run you know will will aaron judge hit a home it's, oh, it's like that, yeah so you can do more than just your season long or the dfs of just winning or losing a particular game so yeah underdog has a, a uh, bevy of bets to make all right so your when did you do your first draft did you hit some in june late june uh-huh I, I, when i got back from chicago was the first time i usually i usually don't worry about it right when school ends and i'm just getting out from you know for the summer and usually we we set up a, a a family trip and so we went to chicago for a, a week and came back and that's a, that, when i started listening to the podcast and the podcast started getting a little bit more yeah. serious and giving us some more information and that's when i kind of just get more comfortable with it and then once july hits once i once i see uh the uh, home run derby i know I'm, I'm in it and then that's when that's when it's all go 
All right, so we'll follow the rankings here and and talk about how they've changed, who, what players have risen, mm-hmm. and those things can happen by something very minuscule. It could be like a video of a guy making a cut and he looks good, right? Or it could be something a little more significant where there is an injury at that position group or right. something like that. So there are many reasons why, even though there's no games going on, these player uh average draft positions change so much so let's talk about some of the biggest changes from when you first started in june to where we are now almost in mid-august is there one player that has risen more than anyone at yeah this point? there are there have been quite a few that have jumped um i'm, I'm kind of thinking in my mind going in the order of the draft so if we started with the first couple of rounds if you're really looking at the first two rounds and you say who is either dropped out of the first two rounds considerably or moved into it from a large amount and you and i were talking about this off air it's got to be alvin kamara yeah alvin kamara's adp when i drafted in one of my first real expensive drafts i looked at the where the guy picked him and he picked him at pick 41 (laughs) and right now his adp looking at exactly is 21 so 20 you know 20 picks is quite a bit you know when you're talking about a couple of weeks and and all that is is just the lack of news that you have heard from him nothing has changed and there hasn't been any kind of source saying anything about his suspension other than the september 29th pre-trial hearing and that's not even going to be a trial at that point so anything could happen they could plea out he could get it pushed back again till december and by that time you know the nfl is probably not going to do anything and push it off until next year i got a guy i don't know if he's risen or not a guy i got a guy i listen to podcasts i'm hearing his name more and more i don't know if it's just because people want to hang on to and 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 they want to believe he's actually one spot behind kamara in the rankings i'm looking at at fantasy pros but i'm starting to hear more about saquon barkley yeah also starting to see videos of him and he looks like a freaking Adonis, and he's got the best body in the world. Right. Uh, so as we get closer, is he a guy that's, that might move up? He's moved in. He's moved the needle within that first two round range of back down a little bit, back up, and 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 fluctuating that. And I think it's the same as Kamara. There's no news. It's not. It's not overly. Uh, bad but it's not overly great either i think just the the mere fact that you have all of the weapons who are currently on the new york giants are healthy give or take a new head coach you haven't seen them do anything wrong again since last year and that what they could do that potential is simply there you know the ceiling is simply there for for him and so that's why i think uh, a lot of people are coming around to him and and realizing that the giants are you know for the most part healthy at this point all right how about this guy so nick chubb is a good football player and he's in the eye of a hurricane right now and around him you've got the deshaun watson stuff Mm -hmm. you've got the kareem hunt news Mm -hmm. that he wants a trade so i mean i guess if you got watson you would like chubb more because that's just a higher powered offense more points and stuff but if you're a chubb owner and which i hear the kareem hunt news you Mm -hmm. have to be thrilled about that i would imagine more chances for him so is chubb a guy that's moving up right now i haven't seen chubb move up yet uh having said that and and probably the reason why you haven't seen the leap uh, for chubb like you might in other situations as you pointed out very well is that you do have that circus going on right now with deshaun watson i 
think that might temper the expectations of what Chubb can do. Everybody knows he's one of the best running backs in the league. It's just a matter of how good is the offense, you know, as a whole going to be. Are they going to get into the red zone enough for him to get the touchdowns needed, you know, for him to produce as a as a late second or early third, which is where he's going. The other thing we had you had to think about with Nick Chubb too is that Kareem Hunt has always been there. Even when Chubb was doing really well, Hunt had a role. And if you remove him from that and he gets traded, which is certainly a uh, the part of the realm of possibilities that it could happen, uh, then I think you, you would see Chubb go up. You're also going to see Darius Johnson go up. Because yeah. Darius Johnson came in really nicely, remember, started yeah. a Thursday night game, if I'm not mistaken, in Cleveland, so the world could see, had over 100 yards. I think both uh, Hunt and Chubb were out, so he pretty much had the bell cow in the back for that one game. But they did see the potential in him. So and, you said Hunt is rosterable, like not as a handcuff, but no, as right, a, a 100%, option. Yeah, he so can stand now, alone. He has stand alone he gets traded is Dearness Johnson all of a sudden 100% right and if and you know we take the handcuff word sometimes and we overuse it or we use it because we're looking at two running backs so I'll give you a perfect example do you think AJ Dillon is a handcuff to Aaron Jones no no of course not uh, but you could easily say that James Cook is a handcuff to uh, Singletary in Buffalo because you haven't seen it. And he's a third down back. And if you put the two together, you're going to have a pretty good backfield. Uh, but Dearness Johnson is a perfect example. Alexander Madison is the staple because he's he's done everything that you can want Dalvin Cook to do when Dalvin Cook doesn't play. And so Dearness Johnson, in a small sample, has done the same thing. Kareem Hunt is just utilized in a completely different way. He's coming onto the field whether Nick Chubb is injured or whether Nick Chubb is, is you know, torching the defenses at that time. Um, but, yeah, I do see several players who can really make an impact. Uh, another one we were talking about off-air is Tony Pollard. Due to the injuries that Dallas has sustained, they are now moving him in the slot for a lot of different passes. So when you talk about the fact that he could easily back up Zeke in a regular game, he could take the lead if Zeke gets hurt in a regular game, or he's going to be playing the slot at certain points of the, of the game. Does he do special team stuff too? I, Does he return? I, I haven't – I don't I'll recall him it. doing it, but my gosh, if he did that, I'm, I think they would be overusing him at that point. I don't think you're going to see him do that this year with the, the way they're going to utilize him now as a slot receiver. But now you've got a picture that Tony Pollard is going to rise up in the draft boards right now. Uh, currently he's going at 82. I could uh, no doubt he'll he'll be in the seventies once this news unfolds. I just read this about his uh, um, about them using him in in the passing game quite a bit now. Not that they didn't before, but even as a slot receiver. But that that news should also probably move him up into the seventies at this point. Last year he had seventeen kick returns, four hundred eighty nine yards, one touchdown. That was down from thirty two kick returns the previous year, but did have a touchdown. Those numbers will help you. If you got him in your uh, lineup, and he's in the last year of his deal, he right now currently is 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 less than a million dollars, and so you can look at the difference between him and Zeke in terms of what they've asked to do. I mean, to be fair, and all of my friends who talk about Dallas, who who know the backfield very well, who don't care much for Zeke, or realize that Jerry Jones is the only reason why probably that he's still as the leading back by there, because it's very clear if you watch Dallas for you know a number of times how good Tony Pollard is right now, how, how speedier how, or quicker he could be uh, on the field versus Zeke at this point. All right, let's let's uh, let's talk about some fallers. Who is anybody – if somebody rises, that means people have to fall. Who's falling? Uh, anybody? I haven't really seen somebody drop 
as far as as somebody that you're you know constantly worried about Michael Pittman if you're talking about the first couple of rounds had this really uh, resurgence of oh yeah he's going to be you know the best receiver in Indianapolis he's coming on strong this is his, I think his third year uh, at least third healthy year coming out of Ohio State and now that they've got Matt Ryan he's going to be you know the, the one of the best players on the team which he is but he early into the summer was going wait I mean he was going right out there with Tyreek Hill and and Mike Evans and and I think they've started to realize that he is not in that that tier at this point that you have to drop down at least a tier or two if you're going to draft Michael Pittman. So in the first couple of rounds, he's the only one that I've really seen that has has taken a little bit of a nosedive. Kyle Pitts, the same. We obviously want Kyle Pitts to do well. I think everybody in the fantasy world wants to see him uh, blossom. But then we realize, wait a minute, he's got Marcus Mariota and rookie Desmond Ritter throwing to him, and the only other receiver there is Drake London, who is also a rookie. You know, what What are the – the defenses have got to do something to stop him if they're going to stop Atlanta. So he's taken a little bit of a dive as well. Uh, but other than that, in the first couple of rounds, first three or four rounds, I haven't seen anyone – take a nosedive as much as they've ascended at that point what uh rookies have risen i know you like your guy from dallas the receiver yeah justin tolbert uh went from nobody ever heard of him not not even being drafted to he's doing really well in camp he's in the 150s now in adp uh now gallup is de- more than likely not coming back to the 120s and now he's looking really good in camp and now his adp is in the low 100 so uh you've you've definitely seen him and to answer your earlier question he's probably been the one i've seen rise more than anybody but he had nowhere to go but up uh but they do like him i mean he he actually came from south alabama he led all fbs uh wide receivers in targets past 30 yards i think i read and so you're talking about a guy that could go through the deep ball and so that's going to command a lot of attention um but uh another rookie is chris olave uh, we talked about him earlier, you know, pairing with Michael Thomas. Uh, he's certainly one that I would pay attention to. Uh, Sky Moore in Kansas City is another All right, receiver. you're just naming guys that guys are on that. your fantasy team. <laughs> well, I drafted him for a reason, Clip. <laughs> okay. What do you want me to do? Fair enough. Uh, um, How about running back? Who's uh, – Running backs are so, so hard. So, Brees Hall's number one by yeah. a pretty wide margin. Are and, there? And to be fair, I think he might be another one uh, now that you said that that – I could that has seen a slight of a dip. Now he just lost one of his best offensive tackles, yeah. and so that's probably going to make him drop even further. Uh, but you know there aren't a whole lot of starting running backs that are that are rookies, and so the fact that you're not drafting a lot of them early uh, says a lot. Um, I'm trying to go through the ADPs right now and see if I see any that were glaring. Um, I don't think the uh, to move to another point, I don't think the retirement of James White is going to move. I, I, you know what? I didn't even bring it up. Because, Ramondre Stevenson too yeah. much. That's probably not going to matter. Yeah. Again, James Cook, uh, they've talked about how the only thing that's going to keep him off the field, because everything else looks really strong, is his pass protection. They really want to run the ball uh, with the running game. And the fact that, and you, I know you know this, that they were this close of signing J.D. McKissick, yeah. and he turned and made the flip back to, to Washington. And that speaks of how much money they were going to give him and that they were really trying to find one of the best pass catchers in the NFL as a running back. And then they turn around in the second round and they draft James Cook. So that speaks of what they really want to utilize that running back for. So I, I can't imagine them not using the talent of James Cook. So he's somebody, he's somebody that I would look at too. The other guy that I'm not really fond of because of the offense, but a lot of other people are because of the potential he has in the system that, he, that he's in and the, and the team that drafted him is Kenneth Walker II uh, out of Seattle. And uh, he's been called K-Dub now, K-Dub 2, I guess is the nickname he's been given. But uh, Kenneth Walker II 
does have a, a, a path of doing really well, much like his counterpart did last year. Chris Carson gets injured. Rashad Penny gets the gig after being healthy. And what happens? He's on three of the five fantasy teams that win the million dollars uh, last year. I was getting to him earlier about one of the players that happened to be on 60% of the teams. So could you see where Rashad Penny starts the season, gets injured? Kenneth Walker comes in and is one of these fantasy mm-hmm. darlings that helps you. Uh, so that's another rookie that you could also look at. All right, good stuff, C.W. Yeah, Sloan. Uh, we'll take a break. See if you can cook up some take your picks for me, Chandler, and C.J. Got it. During the break. We can do let's, it. Let's do that. That'll be fun. Okay. All right, more to go with C.W. Sloan to wrap up Hour 2. Back to Pirate Football in Hour 3. More from Mike Houston. Troy D. Troy D will be here, and we'll have a giveaway for you. It's all ahead on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back into PRL. Here is Clip Rock. All right, back with you. Pirate Radio Live. Excited for some football tonight. Let's turn it on, see if there's any starters playing. Giants have a new coaching staff. Maybe they want to see some of their real players on the field tonight. Mac Jones going into year two. Probably get a series or two tonight. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, So Giants, Patriots, NFL Network, and also Titans, Ravens going on tonight. The Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. Buck. North Carolina has a 2-0 lead over Puerto Rico in the bottom of the third inning. So they are playing right down the road at Stallings Stadium, trying to get a win and stay alive here in the Little League Softball World Series. All right, uh, CW, Let's uh, we got a few more minutes to go, so let's do some take-your-pick action here. We'll get Chandler and uh, CJ involved as well. All right. So we're going to go with a first-round uh, decision a lot of people are making late in the first round. Uh, you, most of the time, if you're in that 8-12 uh, to 12 range, you could pick here. Dalvin Cook or Najee Harris? I, for some reason, am becoming more and more enamored with Najee Harris. Mm-hmm. I'm going to – well, we, CJ's going to say Najee. He's going to he's gonna just go completely Steelers, biased. yeah. Yeah, no, yeah I, it, I have to. I – I'm just going to make the personal call here, and and I I want him on a team this year. I'm going to go after him in the league I'm in. Mm-hmm. Where do you have Mixon? By the way, is he behind them? He's right after them. Right. Yeah. I mean, because that, I was going to ask you Harris versus Mixon, so you, it sounds like you could throw him in there too. Yeah. And I, I'm going to go Harris, just kind of a personal preference for 2022. I'll okay. go. I, I have Dalvin Cook on my on my fantasy team. I like him. I do like Najee Harris. Uh, but I'm going to stick with Dalvin Cook. So give me Dalvin Cook. Two different situations, right? Yes. You've got a what could be a high-powered offense, should be a high-powered offense with the Vikings. Mm-hmm. And 
an offense that was probably going to rely on Najee Harris to move the chains if right. they want to do anything. Yeah. So I like the volume. It's right. very interesting that in year two, Najee Harris is going to be a huge crutch for the team. Yep. And he was last year too, actually. Yeah. I mean, so. Uh, all right. Next one. You can give your thoughts on these oh, after sure, we're okay. done. Who do you okay. take? I, I like Cook there. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and, and trust me, I love Najee Harris. I have him in a lot of leagues. But if you told me I had to pick one of them, I'm – I've seen it. I know what the offense looks is going to look like. Uh, I haven't seen what you know what Trubisky is going to bring to that. If he's going to make anything better or worse than what Roethlisberger had last year, uh, but Dalvin Cook seems to be the more explosive player, so that's where I'm going there. All right, all right. Second one. Uh, would you rather have <coughs> these are number two receivers in in good offenses, Jerry Judy or Gabe Davis? I thought we had this one last Once week. again, I love... I think uh, I used Judy. I don't know if I used Davis, did I? I want Judy to be good. I just don't know if it's going to happen. Um, right. Judy. It's tough because he... Ah, give me Davis. Davis. I'll take Judy. I'm going to go Judy, too. All right. Judy, because any particular... I'm going Davis because I, I like their offense and right. quarterback a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like Russell Wilson and, and Judy can have a. I mean, you do have Cortland Sutton on the other side, but I feel like uh, there will be a good mix there, and I think J- Jerry Judy will get a uh, some good volume. Yeah, right. And like like Chandler said, I'm excited to see what he does with just a much better quarterback throwing to him. Now. That's true. We haven't seen him in the league. Uh, have balls thrown to him by anybody else, you know, but an average to below average quarterback. Okay, would you rather have Kyler Murray or Jalen Hurts? These are guys going right after each other in the roughly fifth round. I had Hurts last year, and he would put together like some 216-yard passing days and still get you points because of what he did running the ball and running in a touchdown. Um, I would say, and boy, he bolstered his weapons with A.J. Brown. I was going to say, do we give him a – you know a push up because of what he's got now i would say 100 percent. kyler murray added hollywood brown another brown what can brown do for you lost christian kurt lost chase edmonds we'll get deandre hopkins at week seven the season Mm -hmm. uh i think murray's a better quarterback than hurts i'll take kyler murray okay i'm gonna go hurt Uh oh can you hear me yep all right I'm going to go Hurts here because, like Clip said, he'll give you those 200, 250-yard games. Murray can run. Yeah. Murray, uh, well, and also, Hurts can run as well. He's got a great receiver in Devontae Smith entering, uh, what, his second year. Second year. Mm-hmm. But I like the addition of A.J. Brown, so maybe throwing it around a little more this year is Jalen Hurts. Give me Jalen Hurts. That's a tough one for me as well, but I'll go Kyler. I, I think Kyler is just the better overall player, like Clip said. So, yeah, I'll take Kyler by nose. Not Ty by nose. goes to Zach Ertz. He is not an Eagle anymore. He's with Murray. So. Yeah. These are similar offenses in, in some regard, I guess. I think the Eagles are going to run a lot more, but at the same time, the weapons seem to be relatively uh, there for the, for both teams. Okay. Yeah. Uh, would you rather have – and I, this is amazing to say that these ADPs are this close now because this guy has dropped. Josh Jacobs, he's one of our bigger droppers, or A.J. Dillon. Can I ask a question before I answer? Yeah. Why was Josh Jacobs playing a lot of snaps the other night? In the we we well, talked about this last week. The yeah. coach yeah. said that they they don't get a lot of uh, of contact in practice and stuff in training camp, and just wanted to see his guy get hit a little bit. Right. Basically. But it was still very curious. There are a lot of whys we can talk about Jacobs between the number of back 
uh, the number of running backs in that backfield that we you know we can go back to you know recent recent history with Josh McDaniels where he does not give a guy 200 carries you know 250 carries in a season so you're going to be splitting that up and I know AJ Dillon is splitting it up as well um, but that's tough. So the hate's gone too far. CW wants us to say AJ Dillon, so I'm going to say Josh Jacobs, the starting <laughs> running back of the Raiders. I'm going to go uh, Josh Jacobs as, as well. Thank you. I'm going to take Dillon. I'm taking Dillon too. Yeah, I'm concerned that he played in the Hall of Fame game at all. Well, not only that, that they you you also can look at some of these tea leaves with uh, what the teams want to do with these guys, and you can make a case that they're just going to run him into the ground and then give him give up give up on him. Because they didn't re-up on his fifth year after his fifth year deal, Josh Jacobs. Oh, he, good, run him into the ground. Yeah. That's what I want for my guy. Volume, thank you. But you Great could, call. But you me. could also say that he's not a part of their future, and they don't yeah, want to. I'm not going to say that. Though. How okay. involved? With I'm going to say the first thing. You okay. Said. <laughs> How involved will Kenyon Drake be this year? Right, that's a great point. Uh, and Zamir White, which is how another involved part. will Aaron Jones be this year? Yeah, he's second round pick. Yeah, hmm. uh, they're both okay. Next one. <laughs> I'm glad y'all got animated for that. One. I arguing. All right, Russell Wilson or Tom Brady. 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 I think Brady. Okay. Yeah, they're right next to each other in the ADP. Uh, but there again. <laughs> I, I gave up on Brady like eight years ago. Uh-huh. Now you're back on the horse. <laughs> now I'm back, yeah. Okay. Is it just because of his whole career, right? It's because I mean, he's Tom Brady. You're not you ever say at, no to Tom Brady? I mean, I, I don't say no to him. And well, exactly. there's going to be a drop-off. Like, will he have the Peyton Manning season? That's what I'm asking. Or will he retire before he has that? I don't think he will ever have that season yeah. where he couldn't even – throw for 200 yards yeah. which i mean that, that was bad won a super bowl but it was bad um i'm taking brady as well okay but that's a tough one for me that's an nc state grad and or an nc state uh student at one point i shouldn't say grad he graduated from wisconsin and my current buccaneers quarterback so it's a tough one for me all right next one another another buccaneer would you rather have julio jones or Jalen Tolbert, the aforementioned wide receiver. <laughs> Julio Jones. Number two. This is number like two. a CW wet dream question. <laughs> First of all, we don't even know who Jalen Tolbert is. I have it. This is two weeks now. I've told You're you. You're so smart. We get it. You know who Jalen Tolbert? He's the number two receiver. I've never seen hide nor hair the of him. Dallas Cowboys. America's team. The team who had the number one offense in the league in terms of yards per game last year. He's the number two. I'm going Jalen Tolbert. When is Godwin playing? I think he'll be back week one. And they got Gage. Lim- That's a lot of mouths to feed. Give me your Tolbert guy. And Mike okay. Evans, too. Give me your Tolbert guy. You need to see I've the catch. I've never seen this guy in my life. I don't even think it's a real Let person. Let me see. That's just a guy. CW made that. He looks like a killer wide receiver, though. You need to see the catch Julio had yesterday in camp. I'm just going to say. You might change your mind if I show you the the catch he had. All right. Okay. All right. Last one. That's a tough one, though. Uh, Okay. Would you rather have Darren Waller or Kyle Pitts? Mm, No. Uh, That's a good one. I myself am taking a tight end well above the bottom, but this is the top five tight end there that you can – really have to make decisions on what was waller's injury last year he was kind of in and out of the lineup it was it wasn't a one one time injury that hurt him all year it was just a kind of bang up kind of thing and then there were games where he would play get hurt and then come out so mcdaniels um, he's a tight end guy he he's likes, a tight end like guy to yeah. to the yeah. tie. give me darren waller okay do you, do i went you, waller do you think the offseason additions affect his production no in fact a lot of people ask we, clip we were talking about this last week is how does Devontae Adams affect Hunter Renfro, who had, you know, 1,000 yards, 100 catches, and nine touchdowns? And I say it just makes the offense better. So all these guys are healthy. Um, I guess the one 
beneficiary out of out of everyone would probably be Derek Carr, right? Uh, but at the same yeah. time, I, I still feel like if they're all healthy, there's enough uh, there's enough balls to be thrown out there where they can. Nah. I don't believe the running game at all. Now I want to draft Derek Carr. I'm just thinking of a world where if there is attention, okay, let's say there's not attention on Adams. Throw it to him. If there is, Waller and Renfro, Renfro are eating. Well, let me ask you. Eating. Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr? Derek Carr. Okay. Uh, he's going right after him. I think Derek Carr was gone in our draft when I took. He was Aaron kept. Rogers. That's why. Okay, yeah. But he's. He nah, was, I mean that's a close one. I guess Carr. The way I'm talking. I'm taking right Carr now. there for sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, CW, good stuff, buddy. So you got one more uh, day with us next week? Next Tuesday. Before you're off to teach Done. the yeah, children. Wednesdays, I'm going back. All right. We'll talk to you Tuesday then. Okay. Thank one you. One more time. Enjoyed it, bud. Thank you. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Hour three, Pirate Radio Live, talking Pirate football. Troy D will be here. Got a giveaway for you. We'll do it all when we return after these words. These words. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? If you are, contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff Rock. All right. Thanks, CJ Schaefer, Chandler Honeycutt, filling in for Shirley Road. She'll be back with us on Monday. Troy D. here for a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. What's up, Troy? Hello, fellas. It's like the frat pack in here. Got the fraternity. Just, Pirate Radio. Kappa just, Kappa. Pirate Radio. It's the bros. Yeah, it's the bro show. The dudes. What's up, dudes? Good to see you guys. Yo, bros. <laughs> just guys being dudes. Yeah, that's right. being dudes. Watching girls softball. Just watching a little Little League <laughs> little, softball. Yeah, nothing better. I got to tell you, the field looks phenomenal Immaculate. on TV. If I didn't know that was here, I'd be, I was telling you, Cliff, man, that would be, I'd just love to walk on that field. And just think, we have. We have walked that dirt. We have walked yeah. that grass. The the uh, sacred ground of Elm Street Park. Right and now. Stadium, Stalling Stadium. And went out there while Brian Weingartz was fixing the field, and he allowed us on it. Yeah. So we got approval from the top man himself yeah. to, to walk on the field. It's, uh, it's one of the most well-kept fields around, no doubt about it. Scoring update. Winterville, North Carolina. Which is how it is uh, phrased on ESPN Plus, which the, I love. On the national stage right now, uh, defeating Puerto Rico four to nothing. In the fourth yeah. Oh, that's. that's uh, a, I don't know. Your world. Just kind of excited there, clip that we were winning. I don't think they're excited. Up four nil right now. That's true. What United would State. your Spanish name be, Troy? Uh, I had one actually. I took Spanish for four years in high school. 
and I had a Spanish name. I had what Troy, the closest they could get to Troy in Spanish. Do you want to take any guess before I tell you? Close to Troy in Spanish. There is no, there is no direct correlation. There is no name of Troy in the Spanish language. So I went to the next. I've got closest. two guesses. I went to the next closest thing. The teacher actually went to the next closest thing, and that was my name for four years in Spanish class. I got two guesses. Right. I'm going to go Tomas or Tito. My guess was I like Tito. My guess was Tomas. Uh, I like Tito. That would have been pretty damn cool, actually. And if I have to do it all over again, Clip, I'm taking Tito as my Spanish name. You'd have a nice NIL deal, too. Tito D. <laughs> um, it was Antonio. 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 Oh. So, Anthony. The, well, Tony, instead of Troy, yeah. was the closest she could come up with. That makes sense. So, Antonio was my Spanish name. We had uh, one year work when I was working with my dad. We had these two giant Mexican brothers, <laughs> and twins I actually put brothers? them. I think they might have been twins. Mm-hmm. I put them on my WWE game as a tag team because like they were giant dudes, and their names were awesome. It was Timo and Mamo, and they looked like they should have been in the WWE. You do. You don't even have to give them stage names. I know. That's what you use. Tito, Timo. And they were just and naturally Mamo, big and just like massive dudes from working the field. Just like oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Do you still do you, have you lost touch? I have not heard from Timo or Mamo in yeah. about twenty five years. That'd be cool to have a reunion. Yeah, maybe we can. Uh, Where are they now? <laughs> good question. Couldn't tell you. Uh, but good to see the uh, the Winterville girls up right now in an elimination game because uh, they lost game one. Yeah, it's a loser leave. Uh, loser leave town match. Well, they're yeah. well, they'll have to leave Greenville. And go the, to they'll have to, <laughs> yeah, they have to go to the ne- next town over. Yeah, go back to their homes, which they're all staying in the dorms uh, right now. Troy. Yeah, that's kind of cool. all the teams. This thing's been a big success this year. You know, I think last year there was very limited as far as like how many people could come. It wasn't it still kind of under COVID protocols back then? So this is like the first time they've had it where it feels like it's like normal. You know. Every you're, you're at, at regular. Yeah, the capacity. international teams. Yeah, and everybody's back. Fans. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. There were no international teams Correct. last year, right? Yeah. yeah, and that's a lot fewer people. If you think about, if you're in the hotel business and the restaurant business, it's a lot fewer people staying in Greenville and eating in Greenville. I know downtown's been bumping lately. So, uh, welcome to all the world softball world series visitors that might be tuned in today i actually i'm sorry i forgot to bring it up uh earlier when we were talking about ecu football practice i was leaving football practice this morning and uh past the puerto rico team there were some members of ecu athletics i guess giving them a tour of the athletics campus they were walking out of the baseball stadium towards uh like ward and all those buildings over there maybe some future pirates in town that's something to be excited about um hopefully the girls enjoy their stay and they don't eat the buffalo meatloaf while they're here (laughs) yeah i'll tell you what my stomach was just rumbling hearing that story i'm such a hypochondriac at times i started thinking about food poisoning and then hearing about it and then i start thinking god do i have that i i talked to holton this week could i is it contagious you know, then I start thinking, <laughs> am I not feeling well? I almost called in sick today just to be safe. Hold on. You Brian's talk, coughing on that mic that you're on. You talked to Holt Naylor's on the phone. That's how contagious this thing is. And you be. were wondering if you could catch food poisoning. <laughs> talked to him multiple times, and I was worried about this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I love to I, know how that brain of yours works sometimes. Just like really. to err on the side of caution clip. So you're you're pretty particular. Uh, have you ever had food poisoning? or? I, actually, I have. I have had food poisoning from a local establishment in Greenville that I'm not going to name. No, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, have and you... I don't think, and I, I truly, 
I never feel these things are intentional. Of course you know, not. No, no, I don't think you anyone's should. out trying to poison. So that's why I, I usually give people, as long you know, as you're not killed by it, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt. Well, if you're killed by it, you don't have a choice of what you do anyway. Right. But, but um, my but question yes, was going to be. I have had it, and it's usually a 24-hour deal. Did you go back to that place, or have you eaten the I, same food since then? I have been back to the place multiple times. Okay. And I think twice before ordering the dish that I got sick Sure. Of. That makes and sense. I, I hesitated for about six months, if not longer, before I uh, ventured back into that yeah. dish. Yeah. Well, or I'm even, shocked you went back to it at all. ingredient. Yeah. But uh, took a while. So you're a brave soldier there. I remember you. getting, um, God, I was a kid and I ate like, they're, uh, they have a name for them. They're like little triangles and they have like spinach on the inside and it's like wrapped in that crispy dough, phyllo dough. Um, I forget the name uh, of them. It's like a, it's kind of like a Greek food. Someone help me out here. Well, you just move on. All right. Well, anyway, I ate a bunch of them. I remember getting sick on them and I probably didn't eat. I probably didn't eat them again for 10 years. But then once I started again, they were great. Spanakopita. That's it. Spanakopita. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Span- Have you ever had it? Never heard of it. Oh, it's excellent. Probably it sounds own. like it. It just made you sick. It's a clip. Oh, we got, I got to bring some in the studio. It's fantastic. When are you bringing that dip from... Uh... Well, that place is closed now. <laughs> so, that dip is no longer available. <laughs> that, that was a great dip, by the way. <laughs> Uh, that was from a place, the, the old Winslow's, which is now Fifth Street Hardware. Fifth Street Hardware does exist. But I don't think they have the raisin glaze dip that I used to put the hot chips in. And I don't it think was fantastic. I'll ever be having And I said, I'll bring, you, I'll bring you some. And before I had a chance to get you some, the place uh, flipped over to a new ownership. Before you had a chance to bring some. Yes, I'm busy, Clip. I didn't get a chance to get you some in the... Uh, place changed hands well, i'll tell you who is eating right now yeah. chan man's got him can, a handful of pretzels can you ease off the pretzels and potato chips not get all the yeah i know uh, you're gonna want some. the radio board you're, all you're the slimy. number one pretzel stealer no i'm not i haven't had one while she's gone not a one i haven't she gave me permission but here's the thing you take them when she's here i know but i'm not i'm eating clean now so i'm not interested in pretzels hmm. no comment we'll move on Pretzels, it's, not, it's just empty calories at this point, Chandler. And if you want to do that, that's your business. I'm not judging. That's why I'm eating them, because I didn't want to eat them. <laughs> but I am not going to take Shirley's pretzels, especially while she is not well, here. She did give us permission to. Oh, it's a trap. She just. And it's, 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 you know it's on camera. It it's on camera. <laughs> she no, She's just testing you. Troy's, you more, failed. Troy's more of a Spanakopita guy. Those are, I'm telling you, delicious clip rock. All right. And you're going to bring some. That's well, exciting. I, one day I would like to. Yes. <laughs> one day you would like to. Awesome. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what that day would be. Look Maybe forward to it. Maybe during football season. That would be a good little like uh, post game treat. All right. Maybe I'll pop in the post game and surprise you guys with some Spanakopita. I'm sure you will. Can't wait. All right, uh, back at football practice today, so that's a good sign. So all this went down, I guess, later. I'm glad we talked to those guys Monday when we did yeah. rather than Monday evening or the following day. Might have been a different-sounding yeah. conversation. How y'all doing? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we were able to talk to the guys before all this went down. Back at practice today, full pads. Let's hear uh, Mike Houston one as he talked about the uh, full pad today uh, day and his guys getting back to practice. All right, good day. Good to be back out there. Um, you know, first day of live contact, tackle to the ground kind of stuff. And I told, I told the kids, you know, it's, it's so important because, you know, when you're in thud and our kids do a good job in thud, 
But, you know, you always hear, you know, I'd had him right there. I'd have got him on the ground. or I, I'd have, He wouldn't have tackled me right there. I'd have run him over. Or I'd have made him miss or whatever. Well, when it's live to the ground, then, I mean, there's no debating. I mean, you either do or you don't. You either make the play or you don't. And so it's, 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 it's the balance, especially early in camp. I think that stuff's important. Um, I thought we had a good competitive day, had three different live sessions during practice. Um, kids were, you know, pretty juiced up for it and went at each other pretty good, which is good. And so uh, great film to uh, get better from. All right, Mike Houston sounding upbeat, which is a positive sign after his team missed a full day and then had shorter numbers yesterday. But sounds like uh, they picked up that momentum right where they left it off, Troy D. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of getting right in the um, sweet spot of camp right here, right in the middle, getting ready for that first scrimmage. So, um, you know, other than the little food, and we assume it was food poisoning outbreak, uh, everything's been going knock on wood pretty good so far. We will find out uh, what happened uh, Monday when we talk to the guys on the Players' Lounge. So uh, get a full update on that. Uh, Weather is, and if you go by this, Troy, Greenville, North Carolina weather, I don't see a single nine up here. I know. I was going to say, it actually feels decent lately. And I guess when you're in the 90s, you know, when it gets down to the mid-80s, it's comfortable. Yeah. And when you're used to, you're right, those uh, those mid to upper 90s. It hasn't been, I don't think it's been as bad this week. I mean, I know you have a nice 72-degree studio here, but I'm just saying. That what time, the hell have you been doing? I, I got to be outside a lot, Clip. I, you know, work in the fields. No, I don't know. What I mean, what, what I'm out, you? I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out, I'm all over. The so place. it hadn't been as bad. No, this it week. hasn't been as bad. Okay. Yeah, when I get in the car, it's not quite as hot. You know, when it, sometimes you get in the car and it's just. You got air, AC out. in there? I do, yeah. All right. But it takes a while to get cold. Okay. Well, we appreciate you doing the hard work. Sometimes so I'll pre-chill the car just so it's ready to go before, you know. Well, okay. Yeah, you're right. It probably hadn't been that bad then. Yeah. And you go I from AC building to AC car. Sounds yeah, like I, haven't, I haven't had to pre-chill the truck, which is good. Golly. <laughs> <sighs> All right. How are the uh, players handling the heat? It hadn't been it's that good, bad. Good Let's question. Sure what Mike Houston did. Uh, cut three. They're doing fine. Um, you know, hadn't been bad. Certainly a conditioning thing. The first few days they struggled. Uh, we had to pull back on some reps with a couple of the kids. But, uh, you know, today they all went their full, you know, their full racks. And so, you know, they're getting there. All right. Yeah, see, I told you. It hadn't been bad. Last week was bad, I will say. I'm not complaining. Once again, I like the heat. Mm-hmm. I'm just making an observation. Not as bad this week. All right. Uh, let's hear cut four, Chan, man. Did the competition level dial up today with the pads on? I mean, I, I think it certainly. I mean, that's. You know, I prodded them a little bit this morning before we got going too. So I mean, it's, you know, that's that's what they do. You know, they compete, and that's you know, I don't I don't worry about that piece. Now the execution and then doing things right. You know, that's that's where we got to continue to improve. But they'll go out there and they'll compete. They compete. I like the sound of that. They compete. It's a physical bunch. They're looking for opportunities. They got to rise, Chandler. Got to rise to it. You got to rise to it. But it's nice to hear. Hard news. That he doesn't have to worry about that part of it. Now, will they throw an incomplete pass, fumble, uh, do something bad? Yeah, but as far as the getting out there doing the work, it sounds like his team it's a physical is, bunch. is doing that. Uh, it's a good bunch. I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you control it there. I can't do it. I can't do it. Sorry. No, it's fine. You can, no, I'm you fine. got the cut I'm, sheet. No, go ahead. I'm just, you, we're just chiming in. Chandler, you take the cut sheet. And uh, what, what number did, what did you leave off? That was number four. four. So, All yeah, right. wherever you want to take it. Just, All right. That's good. All right. What about the uh, red zone goal line, Coach? Did you get any of that work done? Cut five. Well, we did. Um, 
we did a two-point uh, shootout kind of deal to start practice. Uh, so that's a little bit different than a goal line. But the, at the end of practice, we put the ball in the 12-yard line, first and 10, and played it out, you know, red zone situation. Uh, the one scored a touchdown. Uh, the twos ended up uh, holding the second offense to a field goal. All right, so a little bit of uh, kind of goal line situation there, Clip, as they work on. What about missing that practice on Tuesday, Coach? Was that a setback? Not ideal. I mean, it's, uh, it definitely you know, kind of got us out of whack, and, you know, we're still at full strength. Uh, still got some guys out and got some guys that were out there that were really battling through that didn't get cleared until this morning. So, um, yeah, you know, it's not ideal. But, you know, I told the kids, I said, after 2020, you know, we can handle pretty much anything. You know, it's kind of the next man up mentality. And I, I told the Wally Pip story last night during the team meeting and Lou Gehrig and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, I think that's important that, you know, you never know what day is going to be your day. You know, Jacob Saker got, uh, you know, got the nod at right guard today with the first unit and played really, really well. And so, you know, the fact that he was prepared for that, you know, that's, you know, you, you never forget that day when you get your chance and you're prepared. And all of a sudden now you got some confidence. There will be a quiz, Troy D. Monday, we're going to ask the uh, players. All right, so Wally Pipp uh, added the lineup, missed the game. Who came in for him to see if they were paying attention? Oh, I was going to say, uh, I think Lou Gehrig yeah. came in. Yeah, you got it. Oh, okay. Monday, we're going to ask the players oh, okay. yeah, yeah. to see how they do. Yeah, so you just missed, uh, for folks that don't know that story, he was a Yankee. I think he just felt kind of took a day off. Yeah, they put Luke and Gehrig. then Gehrig became the uh, had the record for most games consecutively played until yeah. Cal Ripken broke it. Which makes you wonder if he didn't take that day off. Now Luke Gehrig obviously still a great baseball player, but would his greatness ever have been achieved? It's that old butterfly effect, Troy D. I tell you, the greatest Yankee I like, Mickey Mantle. <laughs> uh by the way i, I like, appreciate people uh giving me stories to talk about on the I air i like babe ruth uh babe ruth kind of the um the the whatchamacallit of, <laughs> of baseball who's the guy that smokes and drinks who's the guy that uh, smokes I and drinks blank on me i don't know no the uh he's the outlier you know he wears all the crazy clothes john daly john, he's the john daly we don't need baseball. a babe ruth comparison we know who he is uh for those that missed it like troy d uh the mickey mantle story going on twitter we can't talk about that on the air no we cannot y'all can go look it up check it out yourself but thank you for passing that along for me to talk about in the air but it's not did it have to do with females there is a female involved okay that's what i thought yep yeah. uh check that one out uh how, how about the cornerback position cut seven chandler well i think that uh you know the older guys have been with us i think are playing well uh malik demel uh, Juwan Powell, even though Juwan uh, did not practice today, he's had a good start to camp. Um, I think you know you're seeing you know what can some of the younger guys do. Uh, I think that uh, you know Fletcher Marshall, uh, I think he's probably going to be able to contribute hopefully this year. Um, Isaiah Brown Murray, I think for a true freshman, um, you know is out there competing. We'll see if he's ready to play this year. Um, you know Pre Washington uh, is having a very solid camp, so uh, you know I think solid. Uh, now I think they're getting challenged because uh, you know if they line up against uh, you know those top guys, you know they've got to they got to have their stuff together now. All right, Mike Houston there on the corners. Troy D catching up on the Mickey Mantle wow. story. And, wow, uh, yeah, that is, is is he your favorite Yankee? Yes, <laughs> that's a, that's amazing that story. Oh, Mickey Mantle. All right, wow, back to <laughs> put that story on your mantle. Oh, and uh, he didn't have to slip from Mickey. <laughs> All right.
Moving on. Uh, scrimmage Saturday. Jenny Shelton wanted the deets, and Mike Houston gave them to her. Uh, cut eight. Well, I'd say we'll probably get somewhere around 100 plays in Saturday, uh, some combination of the lineups. I think that, uh, you know, I think everybody will get work. Uh, certainly some of the more known commodities uh, that have played a lot of snaps for us, um, you know, they'll get the work they need to continue uh, improvement towards uh, getting ready for the opener. Uh, I think the big thing is, you know, figuring out who's going to be in that depth, who's going to travel. Uh, we're going to do a lot of special teams work on Saturday. We have everything installed. Uh, and so I uh, wanted to get some live special teams work with the officials. So um, it'll be good. I mean, it's the first time in the stadium for some of those kids, and that's always, you know, they got to get used to that. Um, but, uh, you know, looking forward to it. All right, big day coming up Saturday. CJ, you'll be gone tomorrow. Will you be here Saturday for the scrimmage? Yes, I will be. All right, and we're going to need you here on Sunday as well for some work. So you going to be here Sunday? Sure. Doing one more. Are you really going to be here Sunday? No. <laughs> Why not? Uh, I'll be in Richmond. All right, can we talk about how that came about or not? Is that not I for mean, public I, consumption? I figure we can. Yeah. yeah. Why not? P1 listener came through offering our, our race guy here some tickets to oh, – really? uh, the race, John Moody. Which uh, oh, that's why you said he was goaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I which race is coming up? Uh, Richmond on Sunday. Yeah, he said he won. I think some sort of contest, uh, but he couldn't go, so he messaged me and said, "Do you want it?" Well, how nice! What a guy! So yeah. CJ will be representing Pirate Radio at Richmond. Yeah, uh, no, he can't be here Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, well, well, we didn't need you anyway. Let you have me. the day off. Just, now I hate to even bring this up, but last time you went to a race in richmond it took you like three days to get back you were on the oregon trail or something you it had dysentery uh will you be here monday yes all right cj's back for the monday. staff meeting yeah i'd he's in right. hotels get expensive in richmond i'm not buying one <laughs> all right good deal uh so looking forward to the saturday scrimmage make sure you're following us twitter instagram uh facebook we'll have the videos up we'll have the uh the pictures up as well as the interviews speaking of scrimmages i was at a uh, jamboree last yesterday evening guys if you're familiar with that a three-way scrimmage if you will three two it was west craven kinston and rose high school and uh almost a bench clearing brawl <laughs> are you serious between kinston and west craven it was a sight the um Kinston player got a face mask on the West Craven quarterback, and but uh, like not where you like pull it down, like but where you pull the you pull he, it off. Correct, his head went backwards. Nice. Oh wow! Yeah. So they called it. They called the play dead, a penalty. Almost yanked his head off backwards, like you know, your head going back, and the play was dead. And then out of nowhere, the Kinston lineman comes and just pancakes the quarterback after he's already been assaulted with the aggressive face mask and the play was dead and just crushes the quarterback Jeez. right in front of the west craven bench which did not bode well as you could imagine with their quarterback getting cheap shot at like that in a scrimmage yeah so wow. they had to separate the teams uh it looked like the player for kinston uh that initiated this uh, ended up getting injured in the melee and was down for a while and uh, did walk off the field eventually, but took his pads off and he, his scrimmage was done after that. But uh, you don't always see that type no. of activity. It was the type of play that would have not only got you kicked out of the game, probably got you suspended for a couple games if it was a real game. Wow. All right. Some action yeah, so going action. on out there. But um, yeah, so it was, you know, 
good it makes football feel real when you see it out there with officials and <laughs> yeah. you know pot, pads popping and so know, we are action. one week away from the season opener then right for uh JV. rose jv yeah one week how about that yeah it's kind of crazy high school yeah, huddle returning to pirate radio tomorrow on these airwaves at six o'clock with morgan aylers because tomorrow will be the last friday without a real high school football game yeah. so. rose jv looking good they uh, performed so well that guys did a walk through today and they get the day off tomorrow so now within uh it's game week next troy week, d is now the beat reporter for rose <laughs> jv who is uh why don't you line us up some interviews what is what is the week one slate for uh J- on the road at hunt okay so not a bad drive to wilson yeah i was gonna say it's not it could be worse yeah you know, wilson, so we're not driving to jacksonville so all right so that'll be a good test They're, those guys are usually pretty good they're in the hunt troy d <laughs> wow yes oh, sir chandler open up the booty bag get us out of here <laughs> Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All Chandler, what are we giving away on this Thursday? We are going to give away a $15 gift card to a restaurant that you can go to every Wednesday night and participate in sports trivia with Flip Brock, A.J. McMurphy's. All right, A.J. McMurphy's. We'll say my first visit to West Craven. Nice folks, well-kept <laughs> fields, very hospitable. And a lot of uh, listeners down there clipped up. Enjoy this program. Good to know. Yeah. So appreciate Shout out it. to our Eagles. Faithful. Yeah. Thank you uh, to the hospitality from our friends at West Craven. Home of Justin Hardy. If I'm not mistaken. All right. What call are we looking for, Chandler? Let's uh, call caller number eight. All right. Caller eight, 317-1250. We're back with more Power Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. And congratulations to Ray Odom for winning a $15 gift card to A.J. McMurphy's. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is A.J. McMurphy's. A.J.'s has daily food and drink specials, an awesome patio, perfect for some outdoor dining. There's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Clip Rock. AJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here's Clip. Had a uh, challenging question last night that uh, I will bring up here that everybody had trouble with regarding playoff wins in the Super Bowl era. So basically all time since the Super Bowl began. Uh, Troy, any guess at how many the Bears have? I'll give you some context. So this so, would be from what year? 60? 60. When was the first Super Bowl? Early 60s. So the right? Bears have a lot of uh, you know, championships back before they called it a Super Bowl. Right. Um, 
but playoff wins since then. Okay, late 60s. So 67 was yeah. the date of Super Wins, Bowl yeah. not appearances. So the Lions have won, which is very sad to say. One win mm-hmm. in that time. Is there a team that has none? No. So everybody's got at least one. Yeah, the okay. Texans, the newest team, have has four. Okay. I'll say uh, the Bears have... Uh, I'll go uh, 12. Well, you're close. They have 10. ten. I was going to say 10 originally, and I was like, maybe that's too low. So I went, took it up to 12. So when, in y'all, on y'all's discussions, because the Bears were one of the options, I put up like 15 teams mm-hmm. and had numbers on the side. You had to match it. Did y'all Were y'all close on the Bears? Because the Bears are such a traditional franchise. Uh, and like uh, you said, they see, have championships. Tons of championships and a lot of playoff Super Bowl appearances. Those are wins, though. Yeah. My team was probably. back and forth between 15 and 16 for the Bears. For the Bears, right. They probably also have 12 losses or 10 losses, too. Well, basically, how many appearances have they had other than one? Because they've won one Super Bowl, right? Yes. 85. Mm-hmm. That was it. So Yeah. I would have thought, I'd have probably said the Bears had a few more. But when you think about it, they've had some lean times. Yeah. Since those. Especially seasons. recent history. Two teams tied at the top most all-time, Patriots and Steelers at 36, yeah. right ahead of the Cowboys at 35. Yeah. So there you go. Speaking oh. of lean times, though, Cowboys, if you take out, you know, what, the, the 90s and the 70s? I guess they were good in the 70s. 70s yeah. and 90s, it would be tough. How have they done since the year 2000 is the real question. In this century, I think the they last might have they like went to a, two playoffs wins since then not many though compared to the the 1900s well i mean unfortunately my team well, you went all to the our super teams bowl. are the same way you went to the super bowl clip it's not about us it's about them oh seven <laughs> between 1985 and yeah bears have been in the super bowl oh you're talking about the bears yeah between 1985 and 1995 uh cowboys bears washington had a good run oh. on Troy Day. The glory days, and since then, yeah. nothing. <laughs> glory no. hole instead of glory days. I want me some glory hole. Chandler, you got that one? Uh, oh man! Oh yeah! I want me some glory hole. Thank you, Jerry. I, I want me some glory hole. I know. You Why do. wouldn't he? So the Cowboys, Troy D. I was one off. They have three playoff wins since 2000. In fact, they have three since 1997. So yeah, there you go. So they're averaging one almost one and a half a decade. But this is the year. This is it. This is the one, according to Mike Houston and every other Cowboys. Yeah, fan. we don't hand out the Lombardi Trophy. I want me some glory hope. By the way, we need to get Troy. Do you want me to set this up? We got to do a preseason press box. And oh yeah, I heard you, I heard you talk about it, and it made me think about it. And I actually um, met up with Meador the other day, and we were talking about this. So. Okay, good. Um, you know Bailey, we see on a regular basis. We've got a good line of communication with Meador weaver's the wild card with his yeah. you know and as he's the new poop dealer in town that's right dr poop to you <laughs> md um no but we should i would like to do it where we can all do it in person yeah and we don't have someone over the phone so I, um if you would do me a favor if you can just remind me that monday in our staff meeting sure i will put that on as a top priority to work on first of next week and uh, see if we can't get all these stars to align and do a preseason press box show. The people want it. I want yeah. it. So it's been, I feel like we haven't done one like in a year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of favors that we have as a team. 
I think 80% of favors is reminding a person of, like, hey, do me a favor. Remind me. Yeah. I feel like that happens a lot. I ask yeah. you to remind me of a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Which are, it's not like, hey, Chandler, do me a favor. Go to Food Line and buy no, the, no, know, no, no. the uh, rotisserie chicken before it sells out. You know, I mean, it, this is an easy favor. It's to just do. to remind somebody yeah. of something. Yeah, and I know not to give Chandler too big of tasks. That one day I asked him to look up a stat, and he told me it would be tough to do it. Yeah, That's well, you know, they, it, where are you going to look things up nowadays? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, come on, man, who's got encyclopedias two, hanging around three, here? Four. There's at least five, six monitors, computer. We monitors have more computer technology <laughs> in that one room than my school had when I grew up in the. Oh, 80s. Well, no doubt. Yeah, you know, no doubt about that. Uh, let's get another break in because um, if we don't. Good break management. The log is going to be off, and then Wes yeah. is going to have to get involved. But oh, Shirley, when Shirley's gone, we got to <clears throat> stay on the road. I told you I want to make sure the break <laughs> management was good. Let's avoid that situation. Yeah. So let's get a break. And then, and then you're going to get Ellerby involved. Yeah, we look. It, you know, it's let's just thing. avoid. Hey, look, there's no reason to get anyone involved. Just take a commercial. Let's do it. And thank you to our sponsors. Don't go anywhere because thanks to their great support. Awesome programming like this can continue. And awesome commercials coming your way right now. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. For the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner, be sure to follow Pirate Radio on all our social medias. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at pr 9 FM. Join the over 58,000 followers today at PR927FM. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Cliff Brock. All right, back with you on Pirate Radio Live. North Carolina, Winterville, North Carolina, leading Puerto Rico 8 to nothing, and they just got out of the inning a well-executed defensive pickle by the winter villains and they lead it eight to nothing now and that is a final troy d it is you can put it on the board scores from around the nation winterville north carolina eight shut it out around the world really puerto rico eight nothing that's right For, uh friends of the program yes the puerto ricans no, 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 no. Oh, the Winter Villains. The Winter Villains. Yeah. Uh, so they... It's a great day to be in Winterville, North Carolina. <laughs> it is. And uh, the parade will be coming through on Main Street and Church Street. So they lived... This was a uh, elimination game for them. They survive in advance to see it another day, Clip Rock, which would right. be good for the uh, crowds at Elm Street because yeah. whenever this uh, Winterville team plays, the crowds are the largest. I have a tip. Uh, okay. Uber driver at... Uh, aj's last night our friend steve mm-hmm. said he gave a ride to a parent from texas and they were talking about who the best team is he said the best team in this thing is california who i believe beat uh winterville day one right yes so uh anyway there's my right, and my i tip. believe that winterville plays california next 10 a.m friday 
live from elm street park it will be on espn plus again back on the plus yeah i wonder i guess you got to get to the winner's bracket maybe championship rounds or whatever to yeah to get on the, but, uh, uh, the so big 10, 10 a.m friday uh hey yeah, winterville yeah. north carolina versus california get out there support our local girls we talked to her i remember seeing her yeah, uh, miss coward miss coward yes coach's uh daughter yep. i guess mm-hmm. all right good stuff so that's uh going on stalling stadium and uh you got some football tonight by the way on tv on the uh, who's playing again the giants and the patriots are on nfl network okay if you're into it you know i i heard you talk about hard knocks which i'm a big fan of hit that music jam, that man. hard knocks somewhere music. up there oh my god this just gets me I'm gonna say it's dun, near the dun, dun, dun. start from the bottom leftish and look up and uh, yeah. should be there. there ah. Yes, ah. yes. Anyway, so I I've had some uh, changes in my home TV situation. Hmm. Would you say you're suffering some hard knocks in that department? <laughs> And I went to flip on. I don't watch as much TV as I used to. Let me just say that, okay? I'm, uh, I've kind of weaned myself off of TV. Eating right, clean eating. Yeah, I no really, TV. I really don't. I spend more time working out, spending time with friends and family, and not watching TV. All right, all right. I do watch, try like watch some live events, like sports occasionally. But if you were the man you said you were on this show. You'd be like Mr. Perfect, Troy Day. Well, one percent better every day, Clip. <laughs> And all right anyway 100 days sorry. i'll be 100 percent better sorry about it good all right so anyway um i flipped over on hbo which i used to have oh and i was like okay well i think it comes on at 10 let me get a channel guide and i saw it there on the guide and i clicked on hbo i believe it was in the nine o'clock hour i think i saw your tweet that reminded me of it and i remember you talking about it on the show i was like oh this is the night i was home it's about 9 30 uh, channel unavailable you mm. must subscribe somehow i used to always have hbo i don't have it anymore i've got some like other channel like showtime i think still but i don't even i don't watch any of these channels but the one thing i wanted i couldn't see it yeah. i was so disappointed i was really looking forward to seeing it but i think i saw the two best highlights the the dude singing michael jackson uh yeah aiden hutchinson yeah uh, so that made it online and then there was another one that made the it running back giving the speech probably where he's like crying yeah uh, that so, made it up there so i don't do i did i really miss anything else if i can just watch the highlights like that um i would say if you're gonna have to spend a lot of money then no but yeah i mean it's not worth i'm not that vested in it but is there any well other way to watch it yeah it's on hbo max but you have to have an hbo subscription yeah for that yeah. uh if i can remember my password i can help right, you out well let's that. talk about that off the air all right fair enough or sometimes friends talk about this uh jailbreak fire stick that i hear about yeah i've never jumped on that bed, i have right? not either i'm only telling you what i've heard i did we did have the old school uh cable box uh, with all the channels i used to have today. back in the 90s thanks to lee d by the way my dad when i came to ecu purchased me a cable box which i didn't ask any questions gave me a cable box when i went to school i bought cable i i had a cable subscription back then it came out of the wall yeah and then i hooked this box up mm-hmm. to the cable mm-hmm. and it provided every channel that was available on cable and every pay-per-view mm-hmm. and it worked awesome for about 12 months <laughs> and then about once a year i'd have to ask dad hey dad uh where have you got this cable box this one died can you get a new one and usually he'd find a new one and work for about another year before it died well so i figure so having a having a cable box 
back in the 90s with everything available was awesome peak performance i figure they're scamming us enough that we should scam them back troy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh god i gotta tell you that's probably about what he's thinking Dad, don't you feel bad about this? No, they're making all this money on us. We're still paying 60 bucks a month. Yes, garbage. <laughs> you're paying for the cable. Yeah. <laughs> if you're able to get more, why well, they're already giving it to you. So, you know, like, people kind of, it's, it's a joke. Like, the TV's not working. Well, go up and smack it. You, I you remember, like, having to smack those things. And sometimes they come back on. Yeah. They, they get a little fuzzy or, yeah. like, have a line in it. You pop it one yeah. time. I don't know what, the, I mean, there was... But those uh, the fire sticks are kind of the modern day yeah. cable boxes nowadays. We were watching. I have uh, a friend that swears by. They say they. Well, I don't want to get into it, but say they can see all types of stuff. CJ, we were watching Road Wild one year live WCW pay per view, and the Steiners did their uh, their finisher, and me and my friends all jumped up. And when we hit the ground, uh, the box popped. So we messed up the box pay per view off destroyed the rest of our evenings but uh wrestling pay-per-views were up there it was uh I think maybe some adult programming up yeah there, troy d and that's a lot of stuff going on on heard there. yeah so yeah anyway all right cool neat cable box stories yeah let's uh we got to get another break in let's get our last break in good break management and we will uh, come back, wrap it up. Um, and I, as someone that used to host this very show, I want to compliment you on your outstanding break management. And you're being a great guest, Troy. Did. And by the way, Clip, we read Antonio Brown's statement earlier. There has been a statement that has come out from our very own Clip Brock. And we'll let you know what the statement is when we return. <laughs> All right. We'll see what that is. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Did you miss a show on Pirate Radio? Listen to all of Pirate Radio's archived local programming by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Spotify. Subscribe today by going to the podcast app on your iPhone or your Apple device and search for Pirate Radio Audio Archives. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday, wrapping it up with Troy D and the crew. Next Thursday, I'm going to adjust the football schedule to uh, hour one on Thursdays to accommodate for uh, JV Rose Rampant Football. We'll probably kick off. What time's the game, Troy? They usually uh, go at 6. All right, so we'll start 2 o'clock on the Bud Light pregame tailgate, taking you right up to the 6 o'clock kickoff. <laughs> we can get Cham Man over there to do it live. You and uh, you can do some color. Well, let's see how the first game goes. <laughs> All right, yeah, good enough. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Good deal. Yeah. Are you going to read this crap, Chandler? I, I ain't got I, to. Go ahead. I think you should. Do you want to give us some context yeah. first? For we folks talked about it earlier. Antonio Brown actually posted this. I can't believe. Now, are you sure this wasn't a joke by Antonio Brown? Oh yeah, it was a joke. I okay. mean, he, but like, he put it he, on his account. But he was trying to be like, sort like funny. You think? Well, I can't get into his brain. Well, that's a scary place. Yeah, 
and does he have one he probably feels this way about himself yeah this i'm serious it might not have been a joke he might have been more serious but here this was his quote he put out today uh yeah he said my biggest regret in my career doesn't involve calling my gm a cracker or showing up to the raiders camp late in a hot air balloon with frozen feet or throwing rocks at that ups driver and it definitely doesn't involve taking my shirt off and doing a victory lap around the jet stadium mid-game while throwing up deuces my biggest regret is that i'll never get to see me antonio brown play a game live sure i can watch it afterwards but i can't imagine what that was like for you all to see something like that like watching the beatles or jesus perform at red rocks yeah i mean he makes a great point and very humble antonio brown <laughs> yeah. um, which is what everyone admires about him so now pirate radio has posted this quote well and, and clip you do have a lot of regrets let's be honest uh i wasn't expecting a formal statement but we have put it out there and it goes like this. My biggest regret in my career doesn't involve calling my GM a tar hole or showing up to the Pirate Radio football kickoff party late in a hot air balloon with a frozen drink or throwing rocks at that NC State bus driver. And it definitely doesn't involve me taking off my shirt and doing a victory lap around the Daddy Ficklin Stadium mid-game while throwing up deuces. The biggest regret is that I'll never get to see me, Clip Brock, do three hours of a radio show live. Five days a week. Sure, I can watch PRL afterwards, but I can't imagine what it was like for all of you to see something like that, like watching Hootie and the Blowfish perform at the attic. Yeah. So that's my quote. Which I saw. That is my quote. Okay. Which was an amazing show. And back then, just like this is an amazing show now, Clip. You're kind of like our Darius Rucker, if you will. My biggest regret would be not being able to see me perform at the attic, Battle of the Bands, senior year of high school. The lads you got on stage at the stage. Yes. Well, then we another stage we shared. Not only do we share the Pirate Radio stage here, we've shared the Attic stage, as you know. Longtime alum of the Attic, myself as the Comedy Zone Comedy Zone MC. Did I guess you didn't pay much attention to the comedians while you were there? Huh? Anybody? Nah. Okay. Didn't work. I tried it. Didn't work. wasn't funny. <laughs> but you know what, Troy? You got to give it a shot, right? You got to go for it. Good effort. Good effort. Better to swing and strike out than to never swing. I don't want to take that pitch. Right. I want to take a mighty hack. That's right. Daddy hack it, baby. (laughs) Troy, we'll talk to you Monday. Yes, look forward to it. Uh, We'll have Players Lounge back with us. And we'll ask them who filled in for Wally Pip that day uh, Tommy took it down. And are they eating the meatloaf again? Buffalo meatloaf, where do you stand? All right, that'll be fun. It's a hard pass, hard pass. (laughs) CJ gone tomorrow. Chan Man, me and you tomorrow. I guess Big Dog. Are we bringing Wes in? I think Big Dog. Oh, Big Dog. All right. So uh, we'll be with you here on Friday's edition of Pirate Radio. Or the Frat Pack. We will talk to you then. For the crew here, I'm Cliff Proxalong, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.